the voice of reason, James Whale on Talk Radio. Mr. Lee. Happy Royal Baby Birthday. James, I'm so excited! Good. Well, at last, it's come. Yeah. Happy! It's what a yeah. celebration! You must be so thrilled. I I have uh, done my bit for the royal baby, and uh, uh, what are you saying? You're not the dad, is... are you? No, no, no. Good, I've good, done good. my bit. I've just said yes. Very nice. And uh, Con- no, it's a great. great it's a celebration. Today, being more British. than that. Oh, you shaved your beard off. Are you yeah, sure I shaved that off was a about wise thing? A month ago, man. Yeah, but you shaved it again. Well, I had a shave today. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. But I cut my I cut my face. Yeah. Oh, I've cut my finger off. We're not cutting well, it off. off, but no. I put a hole in it. I've got a scar. Yeah. Uh, today is a legendary day. Today, yes. in my view, is Margaret Thatcher Day. Oh, here we go. Margaret Thatcher. Well, this is a great day the to be British. The greatest, greatest... Come Prime Ministers. That, then, then we're talking Prime Ministers. That is a, that is a horrid possibility. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. I'll tell you who the next Prime Minister of this country is going to be. Yes. Derek Okora. No other? Is he still around? <laughs> yes. All he's right, still, okay. still doing that. Yeah. Still doing <laughs> really? that. Do you know, that was the best thing I ever did, was get Derek Okora on my show. Uh, and I think we had so many phone calls yeah. one night from people. But then I was always being reminded by Ofcom, you must say that this is just a party trick. Oh, come on, guys. Oh, These people can speak to... It's not for entertainment, it's not party. Yeah, this is course, actually they actually speak to dead past. people, yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. And there are so many dead people, they're all around, they all want to talk to us. They're all here now. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave you phone us. to Paul Ian, who's talking to them in a moment. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
I would declare today a bank holiday. Yes, royal baby. It's better than you, scum. It's better than you, scum. It's better than me, scum. It's better than all of us. We are scum. Kneel before a baby that's about six hours old. Kneel before it. It's better than you. It's better than me. This baby is better than all of us. Where people go, oh, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's not better than... Yes, it is. It is. It's seventh in line to the throne. Are you? No. The baby is the greatest thing that can happen. Genuinely, not even being sarcastic now, this is the thing that we needed to bring this country together. That's what we needed. Um, and I don't... Uh, we don't like spreading rumours on this show, but word has, is coming in on some of the news channels. We won't officially say it until it's confirmed, but news is coming in that um, uh, uh, the name Rahim is being chosen. The name Rahim is being chosen. That's, that's only a rumour at the moment. We can't guarantee that. But this is genuinely, this is the best thing that could happen to this country at the moment. We're torn apart by uh, by Brexit. We're torn apart by people who watch Game of Thrones and people who don't watch Game of Thrones. We're torn apart by the new Avengers movie not being as good as everyone said it was going to be. Uh, but this, this is the one thing that can bring us together. My you name's Ian Lee. Good evening. People being cross about Morse code in uh, Line of Duty. I don't there know what go. that is, but I, I haven't watched it uh, but spoiler. I, I feel for everyone uh, spoiler i no, haven't even been talking about i have no 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 yeah but okay i haven't seen this week's episode of you Line haven't of seen Duty. Any of them. i haven't seen any of them no i plan to play catch up at some point when i lose this job so maybe this <laughs> summer um i haven't seen any of them but uh, could you do that camera for me please but this is the thing right this is a great day and people will say oh there well screw you guys it's a royal baby a little bit further a little bit further it's a royal baby this is important that's it this is important this is a great day to celebrate it's a new life and it's not just everyone's going oh all babies uh, oh, excuse me uh, excuse me all babies are precious and we should celebrate the birth of all babies not compared to this one they're not they're not as precious. As, all right, your babies are precious. They're not as precious as this one. This one is more precious. This one is more important. You've got two babies in hospital, right? One of them's this. One of them's uh, Wahid, and the other one is a normal baby, and there's a madman with a gun. Well, I'm going to um, shield royal prince, prince Wahid. That's what I'm going to shield. It's more important. The other babies aren't going to be like a pull-out special in the Daily Mail. They're not going to be a free oh. souvenir edition calendar next year. No, they're not. 
Tomorrow's Daily Mail and Tomorrow's Daily Express. Get me five of each now before they sell out. Royal baby pull out, pull out, excuse me, pull out special. Get me, I'm in. This is what I want. This is what I desire. This is great news. I think they're a beautiful couple. I think she's a beautiful young woman, very talented. Uh, she adds a touch of glamour to the royal family that's sorely missing. I think it's great that she's an American because it can only build bridges. Not that far, literally, but you know what I mean? I think he's a great prince. He's he's had, yeah, okay, okay. So he dressed up as a Nazi at a party. Okay, he did a nudie party. Okay, he wasn't very nice to Chelsea. Okay. But he was a soldier. He soldier, he served in the front line and... um. said I wasn't going to cry. All I'm going to say is Lady Diana. So this, excuse me, this is a great day. It's a great day to be British. It's a great day uh, for, um, for politics. It's a great day for religion. It's a great day for royalty. It's a great day for Britain. Sing Hosannas. And if that baby comes near me, I will kneel before it. I will kneel before the baby Wahid. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, here's an interesting thing I want to put out there. I, I've put forward... Oh, what have we got coming up after 11, buddy? Oh, you know, I was going to go and do like a solo interview with like interesting people and that. Mm. Um, you, sorry, was that to me or to the listeners? Because I don't know if they do know that. Just, I, yeah, I do yeah, know yeah, that because it, it, it was my idea. It. We did discuss it. It was my idea. We discussed it on air. If I, told, pay, I told you to do it. Paying attention. So, if this, so if, this, if, this, if this thing is good, right, even though it's entirely um, made and done by Catherine, if this thing is good, it was my idea to, for her to go out it and interview people. Okay, well then, then it's my, that's like 80% my credit. 80% my credit. And uh, 15% your credit and 5% Amy's credit for pressing play. So, just putting it out there, and I'll let you introduce in a second. I just have to clarify, it was my idea. I suggested it to Catherine that she go out and record interviews with interesting people. That's all I want to say. But apart from that, apart from that, it's yours. Okay. Um, So, on Tuesday, I went out to meet um, the first person who is just, ah, she's just brilliant. Uh, Her name is Rebecca. Yeah. She is a non-binary person. Yeah. Can't do maths. I made myself laugh. She can do maths. Oh. She's excellent at maths, actually. She knows what six and nine is. She needs it for a very serious day job that okay. she has. Okay, okay. We'll f- more, find out more later? No, you won't find out about that. You find oh. out about her Twilight job. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to play that out after 11. Going out as a cheeky pod as well? Yeah, an extended podcast. Oh, I like... A little bit more political stuff in there. Oh, I like uh-huh. that. I like that a lot. I like that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So we'll have to after 11. Here's the thing I want to put out as something potentially to do this week, right? No spoilers tonight. No spoilers tonight. I saw the new Avengers film, Endgame, on Sunday. I rewatched Infinity War on Saturday with my kids who hadn't seen it. The youngest fell asleep. Rewatched Infinity War. I love Infinity War. 
think it's great. I think it's powerful. I think the fight sequences are unlike anything I've ever seen before. I found the ending to Infinity War incredibly moving. And as someone who doesn't really read up about these movies before I go to them, I was completely shocked at the ending of Infinity War. Basically, and this isn't this, well, this is a spoiler, but this film came out last year or the year before. Um, as you know, at the end of Infinity War, a lot of the superheroes die, including Spider Man and and. Um, uh, Black Panther, and, 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 and a lot of them die. But it's a great film, Infinity War. It's, it's tense, it's exciting, it's it's fast-paced, it's dramatic, it's moving, it's funny, it, it, a little bit in places. I went and saw... Hang on a second. Yes, yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Thank you, gone. I went. I took the boys last night to see uh, Endgame. The good news is it's three hours long. Good news is I did need a pee during it, but I managed to hold it in. So that is, as far as I'm concerned, is a victory. Good news for the next person. No, no spoilers. But I found it quite disappointing. Can you just mute the computer because it's buzzing a bit, Amy? Thank you. I found it... I enjoyed it. First of all, I enjoyed it, right? Didn't enjoy anywhere near as much as Infinity War. Uh, having seen them, you know, literally 24 hours apart, I felt very well placed to compare them. Didn't feel as... It, 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 I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Um, with some with some really good bits and some really awful bits. Some awful bits. No spoilers. I'm not even going to hint at what I think the awful bits are. Don't worry. Okay, so don't panic. And the more I think about it, the more I feel... I don't want to say cheated because what, what do they owe me? What do they owe me? Anything. Well, apart from that, 10 years of, of loyal customership. Um, I just don't think it was very good. And I, I hesitantly... Don't think it was very good, in comparison to certainly Infinity War and the others. And I hesitate, because it's had great reviews everywhere. It's taken $2 billion, the second highest grossing film after Titanic. Right, and uh, I heard someone talking about it, uh, saying that the other film was 2.6 or whatever billion. Yeah. Well, they were 2.6 and the other one was 2.8, but that was the entire run and this is just like the first week. Here's the problem I have with comparing this with an, a film from Titanic 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, cinema tickets are like probably double what they were 20 years ago. I always have that when they say, well, it's the highest grossing film since something that came out 10 years ago. I think, well, yeah, but cinema tickets are way more expensive. So I don't know how that... Anyway, um, uh... I was disappointed, and I, and I hesitantly... Uh, uh, let me take uh, you go. I hesitantly tweeted, I saw Endgame last night. I thought it was okay. Expecting a pile-on. And this was me being tentative. Loads of people, loads of people go, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Pete, who, who um, listens to the show... But Pete, if you tweet me the link to that, I'll, I'll retweet it. Pete wrote a really good... Um, comes to some of our shows, wrote a really good piece about Endgame. And I, th- th- there's, there was... There was like, um, there's 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 one kind of theme in this film that is like the comedy theme, and we both thought it was totally inappropriate. It, it, it was it was cheap. It was cheap, and the film deserved better than cheap. All of the Avengers films and the spin-off films, classy, classy. They they cross they straddle that line between between family and and adult movies, and this one didn't. It felt cheap, and a load of people said, "Yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't." It wasn't... Now, you could partly argue, well, OK, it's never going to live up to the hype, right? But it's... And if I hadn't have watched the, the previous one the night before, then maybe I'd think I was falling into the, the hype thing. But I'd, I'd watched Infinity War the night before, and so it was fresh in my mind. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. Endgame? 
they ch- so here's what I want to do, right? And we need to discuss this because mm. you're a little bit behind. Well, I like w- I've only just watched the first. I've only just watched Avengers Assemble. I know that technically the first one is Iron Man, but uh, she's, I mean, she's, I'm really trying to catch up. Already she's doing it. There's like 25 movies. I know, I, I know. I didn't watch the first Thor movie, so you don't need to watch that. But um, I would really like to, one hour this week, dear listener, with your permission, and I'm thinking we do it like at, ele- at midnight, one night, okay, so that people who aren't interested or who don't want spoilers switch off. And it's unusual to do a phone-in where you say, right, if... This is what we're, we're going to talk about, Avengers Endgame. I'm just going to say Endgame from now on, because Avengers, it's four syllables. That's, that's, I'm going to say myself four syllables. So Avengers Endgame, Endgame. And Avengers Infinity War. Again, I'm going to drop the first four syllables, Infinity War. Um, I want to do an hour where we talk about the film and we, we talk about what you honestly thought about it and we, we do spoilers Sorry? I don't want to do that. Why is that? Because uh, I haven't seen him and I'm way behind. Okay, well, so how long not. is it going to take you to catch up? More than a week. Okay, well, cat's out. Anybody else in? This is a genuine question for you, dear listener. I don't know. I mean, it's a really niche thing and we would be losing a lot of our already slightly small audience. But I, I haven't got any friends. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't have any friends what? with whom... Hello, caller, what do you want? Right, stop phoning in. I don't have any friends with whom I can sit and discuss this film, so I would like to pass that baton on to you, dear listener. Would you like an hour this week where we talk about um, Endgame uh, with spoilers, we go through all the, the plot twists and the turns, and we'll keep putting out during the thing that this is what we're talking about, so people tune in accidentally, they'll be warned off. Um, and... Uh, would you be up for that? I think it would be interesting. I think it would be geeky as hell. Could you not just put your fingers in your ear and go la 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 for la? For an hour? Yeah. No. Well, you don't really I'm pay attention. supposed to-, to listen. You don't really pay attention anyway. No, but I'm supposed to listen. Supposed to. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is a Bank Holiday Royal Baby Endgame special on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000. This is the last time we're going to take... on hold. Oh, it's some guy. Don't don't answer the withheld thing. It's some guy putting us through to other people. OK, well, we won't answer the withheld numbers. Thank you for that. Let's go to Damo. Good evening, Damo. Hey, Ian. Cap. How you doing? D- doing all right, mate. What you got for us? Uh, well, it, it's a bit outdated now because... Did we... Hang on a minute. About... Hang on a minute. Stop talking. Did we send that card off to Morgan? I know. Yeah, we did. I just remembered. All right. Unbelievable. She's, uh, anyway, I mean... I remember you trying to find it. Right, find that. Yes, Damo. Did the, word, did the word outdated fire that off in your head? Something fired something off in my head. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we got there. Yeah. We got there, buddy. Happy Royal uh, Birthday anyway. Baby Day. Yeah, back to it. Um, Margaret Thatcher. She was the best of the best of the best, apart from... Winston Churchill. No, actually, I think they're parallel. I think they're parallel. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you calling me about Margaret Thatcher? Because the point is, you've been drinking and listening to James Whale. Oh, n- n- no, well, a little bit of the both. A little bit of the, uh, Catherine. We can judge his sobriety by the term. A little bit of the both. <laughs> That's, that says, a, that <laughs> a says it all. A little bit of the both. That's something my boy would say. And he's seven, but he's also a heavy drinker. Um, not very good English, is it? No, no, no. 
No, what it is... Um, I don't really care about Margaret Thatcher. No, I don't, but... Then why have you phoned up a radio show to talk about her? No, because the point is, huh? I wanted to say, I used to think about her to stop ejaculating. OK, thanks very much for your call, Damo. There we go, there we go. Um... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. All right. Some people are saying an hour is too long. Maybe we do half an hour. It is the biggest popular cultural phenomenon um, in a long time. Um, and th- th- well, this is the thing. Stacey and Dean are saying, "Don't do it on. Don't do it." Um, but but maybe it is a bad idea. I, I, but I think it is. I, I don't want to do it on Twitch. I don't want to do it on Twitch. By the way, starting from tomorrow morning, eleven a.m. every weekday, almost, I'm going to be doing a daily Twitch stream. Retro games, mental health chat, silliness, some dancing, and maybe some Skype phone calls as well. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Follow, subscribe if you want. Every morning from 11am. Some might be 20 minutes, some might be a couple of hours. We'll just see how it goes. I've ordered a Sega Saturn. You know, these are fun times. These are fun times. I found my digital voice, and boy, oh boy, I'm I'm going to use it. How about 30 minutes? Just do 30 minutes. It is a big popular cultural phenomenon. And, um, you know, sometimes we have guests on that you guys, some of you guys don't like and that alienates people and stuff like that. I just think, um, I think it's a big, it's a big movie and I would like to discuss it. Maybe 30 minutes. Maybe we don't do it for an hour. 30 minutes. 30 minutes at half past 12 on like a Thursday night. Come on. No one's listening anyway, apart from sad people. Did I just call our listeners sad Yeah, you did. That is awkward. Let's go to Stefan. Good evening, Stefan. Hi there, Ian. It's, uh, as you know, my name is Stefan. I, uh, I just wanted to say that I would absolutely love to do the end game hour with you. Okay, well, we've already might be cutting it down to half an hour, as some people are complaining. I, I did, I did hear that, but I, uh, I would love the hour if you could squeeze it in. But if not, half an hour would be awesome anyway. I'd love to, I'd love to squeeze it in with you, Stefan. Um, are you a fan of? No spoilers, please. Otherwise, you will be tarred and feathered and whipped. Are you a fan of the Avengers movies? I am, yeah, ever since the beginning, uh, since the first Iron Man. I've loved them all. Uh, Even Iron Man, too? I'm in the same situation as you. I don't have many friends to go with me, and my girlfriend hates them. So I I don't have too many people to chat with them about. But I am an Uber driver, so I get the odd customer to uh, have a chat. There you go. Well, I, this, you're the kind of Uber driver I want and I need, animal. Uh, so did you see it? And without no spoilers, what did yeah. you think of it? I loved it. Really? I thought it was great. I do agree with uh, with a bit of what you said. Some of the comedy was a bit um, a bit tacky for the Avengers movies. Um, uh, I'm trying not to... No, I know, and I think but... I know... To, I think we're talking on the same... Level, I, I, yeah, I think we're talking on the same level. There was only really one sort of comedy strand, and I just thought, I just thought it was beneath them. Yeah, no, I I agree, but I, uh, without saying anything about what happened, I do feel that things got tied up. Uh, all the ends got tied up quite nicely, yeah, and it and yeah. it it did come to a decent conclusion. Yeah, after three flipping hours and some flimsy yeah. narrative, Stefan, we have to be careful because we don't, we don't want any spoilers. No, we're not spoiling community here at the late night alternative is not we do stefan keep listening maybe this maybe thursday maybe keep listening stefan and thank you man thank you for your hard work as an uber driver also peace and love to my black cab driving listeners out there my mini cab drivers uh, i think we can all unite uber mini cab black cab drivers i think we can all unite 
against those scum that ride those little pedalo things, the little rickshaw things. It turns out, you told me, they've got motors in those yeah. rickshaws. So what are you paying for? What are you paying for? You're paying for the garish lights, the loud music. We can all agree that those guys is scum. Uh, let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Mom. Hello, Alan. Oh, I've got some good news on me, Mom. Um, she's had a baby. She's back on the ward. Yay! She's had critical care. Excellent. She's back on the ward. Excellent. I, was, I had to go to hospital today. Why? What happened? I died. Oh, no! Yeah! But you're back with us on the main thing. No, this is my lifeless corpse. This is a re- You're listening to a recording. Catherine's inserted a tape recorder yeah. up my at my butthole, mm-hmm. and um, it's this is a recording coming through the mouth of my lifeless corpse. Oh, why? Yeah. It's actually better than when he was alive. Isn't it? I not even know. Isn't it? Oh, well, I'm dead chuffed for you, Alan. It must be a big relief for everybody. Yeah, and I want talk about something else that's happened in the news. Oh, go on. Is it Royal Biss Baby Watson Birthday? This plane crash. Sorry? This Russian plane crash. This Russian... OK, go on then. Alan's going to talk about the Russian plane crash. OK. This is going to be done sensitively, everyone. conspiracy involved. Oh, you go. go on. What's the conspiracy with it? What did he say? I heard a report today that the pilot... What did he blame it on? He said, can you Google it, Catherine? Lightning, was, was it? Was it lightning? Is that what he said? Okay, lightning. I saw the Daily Mail already saying that there was a uh, an oversized passenger who got in the way of everyone else and is probably to blame for their oh, death. Oh, nice bit of fact, Shane. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hashtag fake news. Probably rubbish. Well, what do you, what's your conspiracy then, Alan? I think it's something to do with ISIS. Okay, that's great. Okay, that's fair enough. And that's something that, unfortunately, in this day and age... We all have to. Uh, we all have to consider when when these kind of things happen. Can I ask, Alan? Um, yes. What's your evidence? Well, because Putin ordered an investigation, and we all know what happened in America, where Putin got involved. What happened in America with Putin got involved? He elected President Trump. Well, he didn't know. Well, I think there's some conspiracy with the Americans and the Russians. Okay, but he did. But he didn't. There was a big. If I got this right, wasn't there a big investigation by Mueller Rice? You know the pots the, where it's um, you know not the rice, the corners. You know the corners where you you peel it off and it's like a sort of square, but split into two triangles. One's big and one's small. And in one side it's like that delicious Mueller yogurt, and the other side it might be um, jam or jam. Chocolate. Jam or chocolate or cornflakes or something, you tip it in. Well, those guys did a big jam. Do you remember you used to get like um, custard with jam in the middle? Do you ever have that, Kath? Yes. Oh, yeah, love it. Okay. Mm. What I would do for a big bowl of hot custard with jam, custard made from custard powder with jam. I had. I went for a roast, Alan, on Sunday at the local pub, took my boys, mm. and I'm going to try the golf club next time. Apparently they're excellent as well. But was that before Avengers Endgame? That was before Avengers Endgame. For dessert... I've seen that, and it's really good. The, the dessert, treacle, tart and custard. Treacle, tart and custard. No jam, though. But Muller Potts, Muller Corners, I guess, did an investigation, and they found that Russia was not involved in... the Putin did not elect Donald Trump. Well, they found no evidence of that, but... They also said that uh, um, that the, the president did, did interfere with the investigation. Okay, just bear with me with one second, Alan. Yeah. Did you say that again, Catherine? Go on. Sorry. Trump, Trump would have been charged it. with obstruction if he wasn't president. Say prosecutors. Right. That's okay. Tonight. Okay. Okay. 
I'm sorry, did I say that he wasn't? Did I, did I say in that last bit that he hadn't been found? There wasn't evidence that he'd, he'd meddled. Did I say that? Well, I think so. I don't think I did. Alan, stay out of this. I don't think I did actually, Catherine. You said, you, you said that Putin had nothing to do with it. I said Putin did not elect Donald Trump. There was no evidence that Putin elected Donald Trump. So, and, and, but sorry, your statement that, that Trump messed with Mueller Corners, the investigation... That says that Putin is involved. How? Sorry, I don't follow the. Don't quite follow well, they the. They couldn't find. They couldn't find anything from what they were given, but they weren't allowed to investigate properly. Changing what you're saying ever so slightly. That's I'm what they're so saying. What, 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 no, no, Alan, just please stop breathing, mate. Cause it's really pissing me off. You saying that there was no evidence that Putin was involved in the investigation. It was involved in the election. Mm. And then you're saying, but Trump tried to to block the investigation. Mm-hmm. And you have extrapolated from... No, I gave you those two Please, excuse me, let me finish. Let me finish. This is important because you are libelling a great man. You have extrapolated from the statement... You have extrapolated... I'll keep doing this all night if I have to. You have extrapolated from the statement... I haven't. ...that Donald Trump didn't help the investigation. You've extrapolated that Putin was involved, despite the investigation finding no evidence that he was. Found no evidence of it. That doesn't mean he wasn't involved. Doesn't mean he wasn't involved, no. But Yeah, thank you. So you're you're extrapolating from... No, you're going around in circles. No, I'm not. You're saying he's involved because Donald Trump... I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's no evidence that he wasn't. So Donald... Donald, No, no, no. There was no... No, no, no. There was no... They weren't looking for... They weren't looking for evidence that he wasn't. They were looking for evidence that he was. And there was no evidence that he was. And they were blocked from finding certain things. Well, no, 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 they weren't blocked from finding certain things. He got in the way, but they found all the things they needed to find. No, they didn't. Well, oh, all right, liberal, all right, liberal media. They didn't find the things uh, that they didn't find the things that you would have liked to have found. Deal with it, Snowflake. Deal with it. So, all I'm going to say is deal with D W I S Dwis Dwis. Do you know what Dwis stands for, Alan? No, no, no. I literally just said it. Deal with it, Snowflake. Uh, TTFN. Okay. The the only response. That got weird. That got weird. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, to give us uh, a call. You'd be very welcome. So far, we've talked about Endgame. No spoilers. No spoilers here. Would you like an Endgame 30 minutes where we, we do talk about it and we go into the intricacies of the plot? I was disappointed with it. Not because I, I, I don't think it lived up to the hype. I wasn't really following the hype. If, if I'm honest, I didn't, wasn't wasn't reading about it, wasn't following the hype. I was excited to see it because I've enjoyed nearly all of the Avengers movies. I found Doctor Strange a little tedious, if I'm honest. I like the character, but I found the movie tedious. I didn't see the first Thor movie. Um, but I'd watched Infinity Fall the night before and it was just I just thought it was a little bit disappointing. We've talked about Donald Trump. We've talked about the royal baby being better than you because we are scum. Uh, and that baby is uh, special. In many ways, blessed by Jesus. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, people getting um, wet panties um, and wet knickers and wet pants. Do you spell knickers with a K? Yeah. 
Do you? Yeah. Okay. Two Ks. Ha- okay. Uh, three. I hate the word knickers. Where does knickers... Knickerbockers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hate the word knickers. What do you prefer? Panties. Briefs? No. Panties? Panties. Panties? For ladies, yes. Ugh. Panties. Are these your panties? Ugh. I think they got into my wash. Pants for men. Panties for women. I could go briefs if they're like those little shorts for women but that's that's pushing it yeah that's pushing it and then after a day scuds oh wait jesus but people have been wetting their pants and panties and scuds (laughs) because um no spoilers catherine because i haven't seen this week's episode of game of thrones i haven't either okay um but well a spoiler there's a coffee cup in it. Have you seen it? I've seen it in the paper, yeah. There's a coffee cup in it. They must have done that on purpose. Sorry? They must have done that on purpose. What do you mean? No, no one noticed it. What do you mean they must have done that on purpose? Well. Why would they do that on purpose? They've been doing it for, like, this is the uh, umpteenth episode. Yeah, they dropped the ball. No. They dropped the ball. The whole series is cancelled. They should (laughs) Sky or whoever, whomsoever shall show it should pull it and say, we're not, we're not, we apologise. This is Beyond embarrassing. This is shameful. This is shameful. This is... You deserve better. Um, And yes, things kind of dropped off after season five when we overtook the books that the guy had written and we started going off on our own tangents. We appreciate that. We got that. We think we handled that kind of well. I know some of you were disappointed. I think... In fact, some of you actually thought they were better after we got rid of the boring books and we started making up our own... Once we started using TV people instead of library people. Um, But having... A Starbucks coffee cup on a table in a wizard's wizard's lair <laughs> is unforgivable. We apologise. We will not be showing the rest of the episodes as a mark of respect. I think it's good. There's Starbucks everywhere. Why not in Westeros? I think it's good. Uh, they should. They should. Um, do you know what? They, what should happen is the producers should be held up by producer. No, the producers should be. Let me work this out. Let me work this out. Let me work this out. The producers should be holding up young boys by their throats and then the young boys should drop a knife into their other hand and stab them. Or young woman. Is that what it was? So hard to tell when you don't watch it. When When you've never seen it. When the only bit of Game of Thrones you've ever seen was in Gogglebox. That was the only bit I've ever seen, the bit they showed in Gogglebox. And uh, to be honest... It looked crap. No, it didn't. It's great. It looked ridiculous, man. <laughs> They've all got big fluffy coats on and it's all snowy and there's coffee cups in oh, it. Oh, didn't it? Winter's come. Winter? Uh? That's the whole Where, point. Winter's what? Come. Where's that? Uh, that'll be why. No. 03444991000. Here's a voice we don't hear very often. Um, ever since uh, I voted Brexit, it's Katia. Hello. 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 Hello, good evening. Good evening to you. Yes. It is so nice to be speaking yeah. to you. Are you speaking this, French? This French evening, um, uh, 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 you say welcome to, to the uh, le, uh, le, yeah. radio, votre, you say thank you, merci, thank you. Talk radio, talk radio, talk radio. Talk radio. It is, it is very, very pleased. Let me speak. Let me please. Let me speak. Speak. Moi, votre aussi. Les, 
Allez. Légumes euh, pour la chancelor. J'en ai en les dés. La chatte. Euh, euh, la... Oui, soyez mes faux. La chienne. Euh, euh, moi. Finesse. Moi aussi. Finesse. Très, très. Pardon, pardon, oui. pardon, pardon. Fermez la bouche. <rire> moi. I cannot say this in English as it is too emo too how you say emotional emotional oui. too emotional for me so I please I speak in my native français moi désolé moi désolé pour la Notre Dame moi désolé pour la Notre Dame um, euh, euh, moi fumier, moi fumier, moi fumier sur la Notre-Dame, moi, moi très soleil, très soleil, très, très soleil. C'est bon, très soleil. Euh, Katia, please, oui, what would you like No, Katia, please to be speaking, speaking, please to be speaking to England, uh, Scotland, oh, and the, uh, the, uh, the, the Wales, and the um, Sudost, Sudost, Ireland. Uh, what would, what would you like to say? What would you like to say? What would you, Katia? What, what, what would you like to say? What would you? What, what? Please, please. Excusez-moi. 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 Let me talk. No, mate. No, mate. No, mate. No. Please. What would you like to say? I want to say. I, I want. Don't hang up. Qu'est-ce que c'est la ah qu'est-ce que c'est la Twitch ah la Twitch oui. c'est dans la dans la euh, internet oui. elle est oui. euh, jouer bah, jouer la vidéo game et la vidéo caméra oh. et la euh, votre la, oh. la vidéo game please, okay. please please tell it, please please tell please <laughs> Catherine please tell Katia <laughs> what I, what I say to vous c'est comme YouTube pour les geeks 
it, it, oh, that's it. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And that's why you, that's why you're big then, is it? Yes, it is why he's big. <laughs> it's a trigrond, 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 trigrond. Okay. okay, so that's number one thing that I know about now. Uh, the other thing is... Uh, Not the, numero uh, de. Numero de. Uh, de. No, you're talking about Alan John's front line or something like that. Alan John's front line. Who's Alan John? Elton John. She means Elton Avengers. John. The Avengers. I don't think Alan John is in it. It's uh, Starling. No. How you say uh, Robert Downey Petit? Robert Downey Petit. Junior. Oh, Robert Downey Petit. Le Chaplin. Le Chaplin. Oui. Le uh, oui. Cocagne. Uh, uh, no. Elle a dans la prison cell. Robert Downey Petit. <laughs> you, eh, please, please say to her. Please. Please, please say to her. <laughs> Et la Chaplin et la Cocagne. Oh. Euh, tu connais Robert Downey, non Qui De Robert Downey Non, Robert Downey Jr. Ah oui, 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 je vois. Ben oui, oui. Alors. Non, non, Alain Jean. Mais Alain Jean, il n'est pas là. Non, Alain Jean. Ah, il ne joue pas dedans ah, Non. So, so that's all the... That's all there is to it. Isn't no, it? Merci pour la. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend to me when my dog died. Thank you for being a friend to me when my mama died. Thank you for making me cakes when my grandpa died. Thank you for cleaning my window when my daddy died. Thank you for painting the door when my mommy died. Huh? Thank you for oh put it put put pardon pardon excusez-moi excusez-moi oui. put it, that oui. color uh, uh, on on let la, la, eh, no now now uh, la me la me la me la vi la vine la vine telephone now uh-huh. we talk to la vine now, okay, uh, okay, now no, we oui. um. This is so. Oh, it's very complicated. complicated. Eh, eh, Katia, oui? c'est bonjour to Vinay. D'accord. Hello. Hello. Hello? Vinay? Hi. Ah. Oh. Oh. Uh, hang on. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, hello. Yeah, I'm I good to talk to Yeah. How was your bank holiday? Yeah, my bank holiday is just finished. Uh, it was a bit rubbish, really. What What about yours? The weather was good, though. Huh? The weather was pretty good. The weather was good. Well, you're down in London, are you? No, yeah, yeah. I didn't do anything, but it was pretty good, though. Oh, yeah? You're a busy mm. man. So, uh, who, who, who's speaking French? I'm not. Why? Why was it in speaking French or doing a French accent? Well, because he thinks I can't speak English. Obviously, I can because I'm speaking to you. Yeah, but you're not French. I'm not French. No. Uh, was it implying that you are French? I think so. Yeah. That's racist. That's a bit rude. Yeah, I'm racist. 
think you should complain, really. Um, so what yeah, you should complain to Ofcom. Uh, what? Ofcom? Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I might lose the job, though. Uh, who? Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Ian. Just, um, if you complain, if you complain. If I complain, he might, yeah. So maybe I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm gonna think about it. Would you like me to complain? Okay, this call is, um, how do you say, uh, 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 the shit. Okay, Vin. This call is, this call is shit. This call is merda. Merda. Very. Uh, uh, booting. You are booting. Unwea, you are booting me. What's French for boring? Unwea. Vinny. Touche, 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 total. Au revoir, Vinny. Vinny. Au revoir, Katia. Okay. Au revoir, l'audience pour la commercial de la Toca Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's Bank Holiday Monday. It was, wasn't it Bank Holiday Monday last week? Oh, it's always Bank Holiday Flipping Monday. Flipping it, man. It's too many. It's too many of them. It's just it's just boring. Um, let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. Good evening. Lee, what you got for us, big man? Oh, Tough guy. I just want to talk about my football team getting promoted to Premier League, Sheffield United. Okay, you're going to have to talk about it on your own because I don't know anything about it and I don't care, but go on. Oh, well, my son, my son-in-law and my daughter are travelling back to Newcastle, big Wednesday fans, and I know they listen to talk radio. Yes. So, uh, Alex and Sass, I just want to say about my football team getting promoted and your football team not. Uh, oh, it's, it's been a brilliant season for the Blades. If you don't know about football, you should get into it. You should watch Sheffield United. Well, well hang on. Wait, well, what, what makes you think I haven't watched football? Oh, you said you didn't know anything about it. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I've, I've watched it, <laughs> and it's boring. Really? What's your sport? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how, how much would it blow your mind if I told you I don't have a sport? Oh, really? Everybody's yeah. got a sport. No, no that's, and, that's, and that, my friend, is your problem. No, they don't. Surely to go to do. No, they don't. What's your pastimes then? What do you do in your pastime? I masturbate. <laughs> hey, there's no wrong with that. There's that wrong with that. <laughs> I don't, but I don't have a sport. I read. I play video games. Oh, Fortnite. Uh, no, I don't play Fortnite actually. Oh, best video. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? You drinking from I, a can? I am, no, I'm supping my coffee. Jeez, well, maybe could you wait like thirty seconds? Yeah, sorry about that. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, it's pig ignorant, isn't it? It's what? It's pig ignorant. It is. And also, having a coffee at 10 minutes to 11 at night, are you insane? You're not going to sleep. Oh, I'll sleep. Oh, no, I don't need to sleep. I don't need to sleep tonight. What? what, what? <laughs> this is weird. Why? <laughs> are you on a promise? Uh, I'm always on a promise. OK. That, always. There we go. Um, well, congratulations that your men kicked a ball well in the right direction more than other teams. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. OK, there we go. And that was my problem in the jungle. Who's your football team? Don't have one. What do you mean? Oh, I'm not into football. Right. What's your sport then? And that was it. And I was asked that five times by the same person. Thanks, Dennis. 
five times. And then I, then I made the mistake of telling him that I saw a magician before I went in the jungle. So he thought that magic was my, like magic was was to me was like football was to him. <laughs> to the point where he met my, when he met my sister, who really disliked him, he said, uh, yeah, he's a strange one, your brother, isn't he? He's, uh, he's, he's really into his magic, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I've been to see a magician. I, I quite like magic. Not like really, really into, into it. it. No, I'm not, you know, going, spending 60 quid for a ticket to see a magician every Saturday and travelling up and down the country to see the same magician. And then being in a mood when it's not a good show. <laughs> when he muffs a trick up. Um, so <laughs> Swearing at him. <laughs> and, be, and, and being racist to all of his mates because they, they muffed up a trick. Don't do that. Um, there we go. Well, that's... Um, that's sports sorted. I've got a scratch on my face. Yeah. I've been very brave about it. It's probably going to scar up. Big scratch on my cheek. And I got that. Get this. I got a scratch on my face today through wiping my face with a flannel. A soft, white, brand new, never been used before. Found I bought some some white, soft cotton flannels from Ikea. And I'd never used them. First time I used it, I've, I've ripped my face open. It's inc- it's incredible. Yeah, Look at that. It's a yeah. big, big old scar there. It's going to ruin me. Um, it's going to absolutely ruin me for life. So I'm being very brave. I did go to the hospital today, not because of that, but because my youngest had them all weekend. We had such a good weekend. And then today we went to a park. I found a new park. And we went to this park that new, with some new rides and stuff on it. And they went on this weird... I've never seen a ride like it. It was like a big pole up in the middle, up about 20 feet, then hanging down like the sides of a pyramid or a triangle were these two bars and it's not the ones you hang on you sit on them and then it kind of spins around and sort of wobbles and stuff and my so we got there and there was a dad and his son were on it and we waited a bit and then the dad said all right son let's get off let them have a go but the boy didn't so then my eldest had to go on with this other boy my my kids were a little bit sensitive when it comes to rides, so i was pushing them and then the other kids going come on dad give us a real push so this other guy was pushing them too much right and my eldest didn't like it, so I got him off. And then my youngest went on and had a go. And he liked it for a bit, and then he didn't like it when it got too aggressive. And I looked away for a second, and as I looked around, the boy was off. My boy was off, but it hurt his foot. And basically, it come down too fast, and he caught his foot under it. And um, uh, and I felt I did some bad dadding, because I should have said to the guy, Can, do you mind just, if you're going to do it fast, I'll take my boys off. You do it fast for your lad, and then... We'll go. I should have done that, and I, and I, I let him down a little bit. Anyway, he knackered his foot, and I was going to take him home, but then suddenly he went very pale. He went, he went uh, bright grey, dull grey. I've never seen anyone go grey. He was grey, and he nearly passed out. And I thought, oh god, man, I got, I got to take this boy to the hospital. This is bank holiday, and so we went to the hospital, and we were there for three hours. They were great. Stock Mandeville A and E, thank you. And he went for a little X ray. And he was in a lot of pain and he couldn't walk and in a lot of pain. Couldn't walk. He loved it because he was in a wheelchair. Um, and then as we went for the x-ray, he got up and started dancing. I went, what, what is this? Oh, I feel better now. Oh, mate, come on. Come on. I said, look, we're here now. Just just sit down. Let's limp a little bit. Let's get this done and then get out of here. But um, 
So that was my bank holiday. Anyway, another two hours. Oh, no, not another two hours of this. When we come back, we'll have something a little bit different for you, which I think you're going to enjoy. Um, so I'm not even going to give out the phone number just now. We don't want any phone calls for a little bit when we come back. I'll explain it all in a second. Um, but I can tell you, if you want to get podcasts, podcasts are plenty. There's the best of this show. What you're about to hear will go out on an extended podcast. And there's also rabbit hole podcasts. If you go to uh, Acast or iTunes, type in Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Talk Radio, Rabbit Hole, something will come up. Stay tuned. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Um, you can listen on app. You can download uh, the Talk Radio app or other apps. You can go online or on DAB. Catherine, what have we got now? Well, earlier in the year, we decided, or you uh, suggested, okay. that I should go out and uh, do some um, interviews on my own. Do some work. Right. Do, 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 it was about time. In our fourth year, I thought it was time maybe you got off your, your well, Harris. I want to do a little bit of work. Suggested. I work so hard. I've done my back in. Oh, my back in. Have you? Yeah, carrying this show for so long. Over oh, to you. <laughs> okay. Well, let me take some of that burden. Please do. I, I pour some sugar have on decided me. I'm going to go out and meet like loads of interesting people. There isn't really a theme to it other than that they're all intriguing personalities, living yeah. lifestyles that not necessarily everyone would um, have an insight into, right? So, you know, interesting people to go and chat to. And I'm a nosy person. Well, the first person who accepted um, my. Um, offer of going out to meet them was Rebecca um, and she's just someone that I'd kind of spotted on Twitter I don't want to say too much because I kind of say this in the the um, introduction to the oh, thing that's what I always do in exactly yeah, 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 uh, yeah. she's just um, she's just a really really remarkable person really interesting there's loads more to her than you get in this sort of 45 minute bit we're going to do a longer version for the um, podcast but even that is only scraping the surface but you get what you get and you don't get upset <laughs> So here you go. This is um, a thing I made for you. I hope you like it. 95% of the men who've come to see me, they'd never been anywhere near a trans girl before, um, and they're not gay. That's what they all tell me, every single one, and I know that the vast majority of them are not telling the truth. Do you feel sorry for them? No, because I know what I'm going to do to them. Exciting times because I have been talking on Twitter on and off for about what six months, do you think? Maybe more? Yeah. To um, a listener to the show who I find absolutely fascinating. Um, and so I wanted you to meet her, and um, it's Rebecca. Hello. This Hello, is Rebecca. <laughs> so nice to meet you. It is. Lovely. And, and at the same time, it's so strange to see a voice coming out of the face I recognise so much. <laughs> it's really nice to put a voice to the face. So we're here with you um, at one of your places of work. That's right, yes. I have, uh, I have two places of work. One, which you might call a daylight place of work. <laughs> and one that might be more of a twilight one mm. uh, and this is the twilight one because you said to me okay come and meet me here it's a bit weird and that's all you gave me <laughs> so as we walked in we met a manageress of what is a, a sort of meeting place a club and it has annexes for you yes it has uh, a social club area and then um, an annex that's perhaps a little bit more private um, and this is where I um, I like to work from. Right. So in case anyone hasn't guessed, <laughs> your work, I mean, I'm looking around this workroom and I can see, um, I mean, what would we call this, a hoist? 
can see a pole. Uh, there are various kind of... Um, maybe it's restraints. Restraints, OK. Putting it. That's the technical term. Um, there's a little catwalk here as well. Yeah, you're not a fashion model, are you? No, no. Although, no. <laughs> you could be. Oh, my God, I've never felt shorter. <laughs> yes, when, I'm, um, when I've got these shoes on, I'm about six foot five. Uh -huh. Wow. So tell me about Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca is a very important part of me. Um, I've got, uh, I suppose you might put it as a, a male format and a female format. And... Um, Rebecca is is me when I uh, when I'm taking on that female um, image. Um, so I'm a, I'm a trans girl. Uh, I'm not full time, although I don't necessarily disabuse anybody of that on Twitter. <laughs> um, and I've got a very responsible professional job, um, and then I've also got a slightly more fun job as well. When did you? become Rebecca? Well, that's kind of a can of worms, I think. Uh, I think she's... Uh, oh, I, I've always been like this, um, and I don't think I'm particularly different when I'm uh, the man me and, and Rebecca me. I think it's the same person, it just the person looks different. But I'd say from very early in my life uh, as a child, I think it started out manifesting itself as a, as a tremendous fear of, of having anything that looks feminine on me. I remember I was going to a fancy dress party as a pirate and my mum was trying to put me in earrings for that and the horror at the thought of that, sort of opening that little trap door. Mm. Um, so it took until, until I was uh, probably in my late teens, early 20s when I started to wonder whether actually... This, this great fear was, was, was holding me back and I should probably um, grab hold of this side of me and, and, and do something about it. So up to that point where you kind of released Rebecca, were you living as a gay man or were you closeted? Uh, closeted? Um, I wouldn't say I was a gay person now. I think I'm just... I like I like other humans. I often use the word humanoid on Twitter, which started as an affectation, as so many of the things I do start out as affectations. But um, I realised that it's just that's that's what I'm into. Other people, it doesn't really matter what uh, sex they are. It doesn't matter necessarily what they look like. I think it's just nice to make connections with other people, um, and that's what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that you um, agreed to have a chat with me because, you know, I'm I'm really conscious that um, how people perceive the way you live, right, has been hugely politicised, and there'll be people listening to this who cringe at everything I ask and possibly everything you answer, mm -hmm. but. I just wanted to stress that at this point, I'm interested in talking to you about your experience, yeah. Rebecca, and when you're not speaking for anyone else. No, nope, I'm just speaking for me and answering for me. Um, and like you said, it's very politicised at the moment. It makes you feel very sad. Um, and I think the biggest problem with it is that everything needs to be a binary. You're either on one side or you're on another side. And uh, I think that's the same with all kinds of politics at the moment. Uh, and I'm not on any side. I can see... I can see 
what's driving people on, on both sides of this of this debate about about the nature of, of, of trans um, and you can't really be in the middle because then everybody rather than empathises with you, throws things at you. Because I know on Twitter you've sort of uh, kicked back against uh, people's concerns about the correct way to address you or um, the correct way to talk about trans women in general and things that uh, people have said in the past that now are deemed to be offensive you don't necessarily have a problem with. People can call me anything they want to, as long as it comes from a place of respect. If you were calling me something with the intention of hurting me, that's very different. Mm. It's not the language you're using, it's the hurt you're doing, you're intending, that's the problem. Yeah. But there is... The, I don't like the idea of policing language. Um, I don't like the idea of people who are trying really hard to adapt and adjust to a new way of thinking and a new society around them, getting hauled over the coals for making mistakes that they had no idea they were about to make. So um, I think I think empathy goes a long way and there's not enough of it about. You've got a hell of a lot of patience, though, you must have. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't tend to get a lot of negativity thrown at me. I think in the last few weeks, part of me's gone looking for it a bit right. because of frustration with it all. I'm thinking partly because I don't... It feels bad to be sat on the sidelines and not being able to put my, my point of view across. So I've done some slightly silly things of, of, of infagging myself into conversations where I didn't have to be there, and that's when I've had some negativity at me. It'd be very easy for me to avoid it. Um, I probably should more. But then you're living a life where you're avoiding conversations that in some ways have to be had. I guess it's about choosing who it's worth having them with, isn't it? Yeah. I think you're right with that. I think, I mean, I've seen the way that you work on, on Twitter and, and you you could, if, if you so wished, really hurl yourself into all kinds of stuff that wouldn't get you very, very far and wouldn't make your life any more happy or positive and you're able to, to not do that. So I think I probably should follow the same oh God. path. And yet still sometimes I find myself in the middle of something I, I had no idea was happening. You know? mm. um, and it, and I, know, I know Twitter for what it is, and yet it can still be pretty hurtful sometimes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's if you if you simply open I don't know open the window onto it there's an infinity of awfulness in Twitter but as I think as I tweeted the other day I'd had a day where I'd been chatting to you on Twitter chatted to two or three other friends on there and Twitter opening up the possibilities to talk to all of these people who you, you like and you admire um it's, it's a wonderful thing. And people who call it a hell site, Lauren, I don't think you're missing something that's mm -hmm. like that for you. You seem to um, run your stream on your own terms. You seem to own it. And you seem like a, a, a super confident woman on there. You know, I've seen some amazing pictures of you. Um, and uh, the conversations you have, the interactions I've seen have been largely positive. You've yeah, got like absolutely. an army of fans, Rebecca. <laughs> How did that happen? Um, it happened because I showed pictures of my bum, I think. Um, <laughs> That'll do it. I think there's that. But I, I, try, I, just, I try to be me there, so I don't want to just be a blank image that, um, that, that people are responding to. I want a bit of, a bit of my personality in there. 
and I think a lot of I, I try to, to do that um, and it's the same when I'm in the male me it's the same kind of personality coming out but there's there's a little bit of artifice there I like to I've got a thing about Howard's Way you will have seen. <laughs> I noticed what that, is that thing that was I, I liked Howard's Way in the 80s how old are you may I ask? I'm 43 right so I'm, I'm a year older than you, aren't I? Yeah, we're a very similar age. Um, I, I quite like Howard's Way. Howard's Way was always Sunday night on my grands. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, same with me, Sunday night ready for school the next day. Um, I thought this is it's quite a... There's something kind of bland about Howard's Way and kind of silly about it. Yeah. So it's, it's a funny thing to to talk about a bit. I think it's, it's, it's the right cultural thing to fit my personality. And then I can't let go of it now and it's snowballed into me winning competitions with Howard's Way prizes and, and what being... What did you win? I don't know, it's not arrived yet. <laughs> I don't think it arrived today. Please tell me it's like some sort of um, sweater, a I, lemon I, oh, sweater. A sweater would be wonderful. I think, uh, yeah, a sweater would be... Anything acrylic. That or would a be sailor's good. cap. Even better. I know, that would put to good better. use. Um, <laughs> yes. It would be the cornerstone of a new outfit. Although I bet you have that outfit. Oh, we, 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 I can show you some outfits later. <laughs> So yeah, I mean Howard's Way is it's it's artifice, but uh, but it's slightly more than that now because I I feel I have to to delve right into it and immerse myself in this kind of silliness. Do you find a lot of the interactions you have? I know you said that, um, and you have said in the past to me that you know the uh, the first sort of things that you were doing on Twitter were very sexualized. Do you find that a lot of the interactions you have now are beyond that, or is it still that route? It's, uh, it's an interesting question because you just made me realise something. I think a lot of women certainly will have experienced people sending them pictures they don't particularly want to see of bits of male anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why my DMs are closed. So my, mine, mine are open um, and I, like loads of people, have received a ton of them. I haven't had one for ages now. I think my Twitter feed has changed and turned that down a lot, the encouragement for that. Um, so now, generally, I just get friendly messages. I'll every now and then I'll advertise when I've got a day of, of doing this particular job. Yeah, I was going to say that I've uh, that I've noticed that, um, and it's done in a very kind of friendly way. It's not kind of come on, lads, let's have it. it it's done in a you know your your persona as Rebecca, and from what you're telling me, your persona generally um, is quite refined and quite gentle. And there's no need to be shouting about that. No. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I think I've got quite nice pictures and I've got a lot of followers, so anybody that wants to come and see me knows where I am and knows who I am, I think. And also, it's probably worth noting all the people who have come to see me. I've never yet met anybody who wasn't very nice to me and a nice person to be around. Yeah. I've not seen any of the darkness that you might associate with this. Yeah. I've been trying to educate myself about a lot of things and um, sex work is one of them because I interviewed Caitlin Bailey who does the um, old pro podcasts mm-hmm. and it's just, I found it fascinating. It started off as kind of a historical examination of sex work through, you know, through the ages. and But also because she's done sex work and the uh, Wendy that she used to work with has also done sex work in her time... Um, it took away from the stereotype that a lot of people have, which is all sex workers are desperate, all sex workers are doing it because they're in an absolutely dire situation and they put themselves at terrible risk and they hate it. Mm. Well, I'm sure that that is 
the case in some cases and 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 caitlin always talks about how crisis sex work is something quite different you know if you're in a situation where you are feeding a drug habit or you know you're in some sort of situation where you're having to feed someone else's drug habit you'll make riskier decisions than you would if you are just living your life and you decide that actually in her case she said i was working my ass off in starbucks and i thought there's more to life than this and she felt more exploited when she was working in a coffee shop people haven't opened their eyes properly to that yet have they no i'm I'm, i have a little reticence to talk about it because i'm not a genetic woman and i think there might be slight differences in what i might experience from the people that come to visit me um but all the people I've met who work in this business are um, very much independent and doing it because they want to do it. Um, I've never met anybody who I've felt, on, from what I could tell, was being exploited at all. And I'm certainly not being exploited in any way. I'm partly doing this because I'm getting... When, when you're a trans girl, an awful lot of being a trans girl can be about sex and you're viewed as a sex object and I was getting so many requests to meet up with people uh, and you go to various parties where this was all happening and it just does the realisation that actually I could make a bit of money out of it mm-hmm. um, which has proved the case Do you think you're a very sexual person anyway? Um, no, no I, I don't think I am now because <laughs> I don't if if it's, I, I have too much, <laughs> so I don't ever, I don't think about it very much. Right. Maybe less than I used to. So for you now, it's turned into um, a way to pay the shopping bills. Yeah. Yeah, and meet nice people. Mm-hmm. And that might sound odd, but like I said, everybody I have met has been nice to me. It doesn't sound odd. It sounds like a way of staying sane, actually. Um, yeah. Yes, I've been to some bizarre. I've seen a lot of bizarre things in the last few years. Um, I, I called in last time I called you on, on the show. I was talking about that the club in King's Cross with um, with the basement there, and yes, that's about as sleazy a thing as you could imagine. And then maybe turn the dial up a bit further. And how do you feel when you go somewhere like that? Um, I I like I like the control of it. I like the fact that I can be aloof and. I like the fact that every man in the room is looking at me, to be honest. I'm going to sound terribly conceited, but if, 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 yeah, if I'm down there, I'll, it's, I'll be surrounded very quickly by these chaps, um, which is quite empowering um, in some ways. What kind of guy is it, or oh, woman, I'm not making any judgments, who comes to see you what kind of people do you see um everybody who comes apologizes either for being too young or for being too old so there's something about they're thinking about their their age when they do it generally i think it's probably the most common age would be about 50 uh, but i had a, a very young man uh, come to see me maybe 19 or 20 it's probably the youngest um but it's all kinds of ages what every well 95% of the men who've come to see me they've never been anywhere near a trans girl before um, and they're not gay that's what they all tell me every single one and I know that 
the vast majority of them are not telling the truth, but they have this urge to say, I've never seen a trans girl before. They're telling themselves that, aren't they? There's some there's some sort of stigma there that they're, that they're trying to, to push down, I think some felt stigma that they've got. Do you feel sorry for them? No, because I know what I'm going to do to them. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And does it does it vary? Do some of them just want to chat, or is it generally they want to get straight down to it? <laughs> um, I think some of them want to chat more than others of them, but all of them want to um, uh, experience the Garden of Earthly Delights. Can you remember? I'm sure you can. The first time that you made this into work. Yes. Yes. I. Uh, I uh, was it a hotel out near Epping? And I had a couple of days of booking in sort of seven or eight guys over the course of two days. Wow, so you went straight for it. Yeah, I tend to leap into things. How long a build-up was it, or did you just decide it that day? Um, I, Because I have another job, I need to sort of build my build space into and I would do this in my time. So I'd had like a week of, of planning it and booking a place. Um, and... I was a lot less nervous than you might think, simply because having met guys beforehand um, without the money aspect of it, um, it was... Uh, there's a difference, though, with knowing you, you're you letting people down if, if, if you can't make something or if you have to cancel anything. That's a bit different. But it's... I think... I think there's a lot that I must ignore and push away to the back of my head um, and, and live in the now um, because I, I don't get particularly nervous of these kind of things and that's not necessarily the case in other aspects of my life. Oh, really? How so? Um, I, I don't know whether I'm normally a risk-taker but in this side of things I am very much a risk-taker. I'm quite... Reckless. How close a call have you had through recklessness? Um, not. It depends what the risk was. I mean, this is quite reckless because this is my voice, and a lot of people will hear this if they recognise me and recognise me. So that's quite a reckless thing to do. But the thought of meeting you and having an interview was, was far too much to, to ever um, let the rec let the risk uh, get in the way of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I am a risk taker in this aspect of my life and not in others. When you come to work here, you don't come dressed, I take it? No, no. Have you ever gone out dressed? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or during the day? Hmm, hmm. The funny thing you were telling me was that um, earlier on is that you don't do anything other than uber glamorous. <laughs> yes, because I mean I've got a lot of makeup on. It's not sort of drag greeny makeup, but there's a lot there because if there's anything missing, male me comes through. So I need to properly camouflage myself. But you're camouflaging for yourself more than anyone else, by the yeah. sounds of it. Yeah. Tips. Yeah, I'm very happy going out and going anywhere, walking down the street. Um, it doesn't bother me. Nothing bad has ever happened to me. I've never had a, a, a nasty comment in, in all my life of doing this. Do you get people staring? I don't know, because I take my glasses off. Oh. So it's all a blur. There's a smooth so that move. Helps. 
Yeah, I remember doing that when I lived in Paris and it was quite a heady environment there. Um, and I found that the easiest way to be completely... Yeah, in my, I guess it's the kind of alternative to sticking your headphones on. Mm. Um, yeah, put, taking my glasses off. That's mm. funny, isn't it? We both did that. There is a point where you want people to be staring if you think you're looking good. Yeah. If they're saying, wow, who's that? That's very different to, wow, who's that? And you do enjoy clothes, don't you? You enjoy mm. the way you look. Yeah. That's another thing from Twitter. I'm having all my followers. I don't tend to buy clothes anymore because I have so many generous chaps who buy me things. And that's a far cry from the little kid who didn't want to put pirate earrings in. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment that switched that, or did it just happen gradually? I think gradually. Um, there used to be a place in Euston, a shop there, where you could go and they would uh, they would transform you into a woman for an afternoon. Um, and I, I went there a couple of times uh, in my early 20s. Um, before that, it's, it's sort of piecemeal rather than the whole image. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you realise you can do all this stuff yourself. You don't need to go off and get um, expert help and guidance for it. This is the thing that I often get asked, and lots of other trans girls get asked as well, is about makeup and how you do it and, and which uh, makeover specialist to go and see. And maybe get one makeover, but just watch what they're doing so you can learn how to do it and do it yourself. YouTube is amazing now. Speaking yeah. as, you know, a non-trans woman who's trying to keep keep in the game, so to speak, and also, you know, having... Um, you know, my mum showed me techniques, but they were techniques that she used in the 70s and mm. 80s, and things move on, don't That's they? That's what I'm doing now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. You've done a really good job. I'm very envious of your, of the neatness of your lipstick. It took a long time. You're immaculate. You're absolutely immaculate, but I guess that that's all part of, that's all part of you, is Rebecca. Yeah, it needs to be immaculate. Well, as immaculate as I can make it. And so which part of you feels most like you're in drag when you're... Rebecca or when you're in your male form? Well, I think drag, I don't know if this is true or not, but in when, in the trans circles, I know drag is referred to as dressed as girl. Mm. That's what it sort of stands for. And drab is dressed as boy. So oh, really? I, if that's true, that's, that's what we all say. That's a shame for the boys, isn't it? It is, it is. But you can understand. It's like the bird. Well, that's the opposite to the bird in the animal world, isn't it? The, <laughs> the boys are always flamboyant. Yeah, exactly. Um... I, neither, 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 neither's different. I don't feel uncomfortable when I'm a man. I don't feel uncomfortable when I'm uh, Rebecca either. And do you feel any urge to go full time with Rebecca? The it would be lovely, but the amount of effort is gigantic. <laughs> it really is enormous the amount of time it would take to do that. And I'm I'm not envious of all the things that people like Clara here, the, the manageress to go through every day to do that. What I am basically living is a hyper-privileged existence, and I'm very well aware of that, where I can get all the privileges of being a boy, and then I can get the privileges of doing this in a sort of safe environment where I'm not tossed on the waves of, 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 of uh, prejudice and, and bias by society. I can pick and choose. So people who know about this place know about this place... And um, you're working on your terms. Yeah. So how do you balance it with your day job, which you've mentioned is quite uh, conservative and responsible? How do you flip that switch? Uh, my work know about Rebecca. Um, 
they know about certain aspects of Rebecca. Um, it, there's, a, there's a great lie about um, stress and tension and seniority, where the further up a chain you go, it's supposed to be more stressful. When actually the further up a chain you go, the more flexibility you have to, to, to use your skills as you want to, and to use your time uh, in, in, in a different way. So there's flexibility over how I use my time, which, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. And you say that they know it works. What, what, they know that you dress at the weekends or in the, at home? or Yeah, some people do. Like right. My boss and other bosses know about it. Cool. Yeah. What was that conversation like? Remarkably um, straightforward with some bosses. Other ones, you have, they have to pick their jaw up off the floor a little bit, particularly when they see a photo. I think that's the moment when they're like... Because that's, that's one thing when I tell people, is the great anxiety you have, is they, is they, they are thinking that you're basically David Walliams in Little Britain. <laughs> Oh my God! So I, have a I don't see any parasols. <laughs> no, I have a terrible urge every time to make sure they see a photo of what I do look like, um, because I just I want to be the best me that I can be, not a parody of womanhood. You're doing a good job. You're doing a Thank really you. good job. Um, should we have a look around and see some of your bits and bobs? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm drawn immediately to this. Um, what's this? Yes, this is, is a this PVC, PVC nurse's outfit. Well, I mean, it's very handy for. I'm not sure that's standard issue, is it? But it would be white paint. Um, I think sister might take you to one side if you turned up on this and suggest that maybe you want to um, think about whether this is appropriate for their patients. But yeah, it's all very shiny and yeah. wipe clean and. So what's the deal? But that when you book a client, they'll request a look, or you will offer them. Very rarely they do. Um, very rarely they they're requesting. Usually they say, "Do you wear stockings?" Which is a slightly daft question. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, or will you wear heels? Yes. Um, but every now and then they'll ask for leather or PVC or something. Um, I don't have any leather, so that usually disappoints them, and they'll go elsewhere. But uh, I have a little bit of PVC. Oh, let's see what else you've got. It's um, up I've got like a mini mouse kind of dress, which is quite fun to wear, but it feels slightly parody of a woman. But it's yeah, uh, it's kind red. of 1950s-ish. Yes, I do have a thing about 50s, kind of, and 40s wear. Um, oh, hell, Bonnie, I've got some of their dresses. Mm, they, 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 I think a lot of trans girls have because I think they do sizes that. Well, also, it's feminine, but there's something sassy about it, and Mm. it's 1950s, but it's not kind of 1950s like your grand would have worn. There's a little rock and roll, rockabilly edge to it. Yes, yeah. Oh, and speaking of which... Yes, this is my absolute favourite. I, 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 because I'm a massive attention seeker, I tweeted last night that I needed to look my best for your visit today, and I put four dresses up, um, and I didn't end up picking this one, but this is my favourite, it is very 1940s, 50s. Yeah, it's kind of a, is it black shirt dress? It is, yes. The sort of, you know, the tattoo um, swallows holding a heart is forever on it, it's very cool. Shirt dresses are my favourite thing, they suit my figure. Yeah, they're great. um, They cinch where it needs cinching. Yes, so I've got a corset on here. Your figure is incredible. 
incredible. <laughs> I'm starting to, I mean, you know, I'm with similar age. I'm starting to get the kind of uh, <laughs> middle-aged spread going on. I am. I am remarkably lucky. I mean, they, there's like this cliche that trans girls are given away by their hands, having big hands. But I've got quite you feminine have, hands, so I'm quite lucky. Yeah. Oh, what's this? This is a kind of this uniform. Is like a, yes, it's like a, a, a military dress. It's sort of when it's advertised, they put pictures of people on stage singing in it. So it's like a, a costume, basically. Oh, like Leandro sisters. Yes, that kind of thing. But it's it's great fun. I just need to find an occasion to wear it. I've got a. A good friend on Twitter um, who is a photographer as well as a, an escort, and she's going to take some pictures of me. I think I'm going to go to the Imperial War Museum wearing this, and I'm going to lay myself seductively over tanks and cannons and sandbags, and she's going to take photos. <laughs> yeah, there's that risk-taker edge to you again. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. Do you, so you don't feel any kind of... You don't feel threatened that, you know, if you come across the wrong person, you know, particularly doing something like that, that, you know, I mean, the thing is, you're already tall. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with you. <laughs> you don't feel threatened that, you, that or, or is, there a, is there a bit of a thrill in the danger? Um, I, I don't think there's a thrill in the danger of, of, of being abused or, or having any physical problem. There's a bit of a thrill... Like I said, in, in having everybody look at you when you're walking through the shopping mall here in Harlow. Um, but I don't want to be in any difficult situations. And like I said, I haven't been in any. I haven't had anybody say anything nasty to me or or, or come to me uh, with any kind of negative intentions. Do you know any any of the other girls had that? Um, yes, I think within the, the trans community it happens quite a, quite a bit. Um, I think... Potentially, I've been very lucky. Potentially, there's something about confidence that helps. If you have confidence as you're walking down the street, I think you're much less likely to, to receive attention than if you're creeping around trying to avoid it. I think that might not always be the best the best tactic for that. I get it. That kind of street smarts idea that, you know, if you've got your head held high rather than you look like furtive, then mm. you're not going to attract that kind of attention. Even so, I think uh, going out dressed, holding your head high, that must take an awful lot the first few times. Yeah, and I, I do I do jump into things. Uh, the first time I did it um, was in King's Cross at lunchtime, um, walking through there with a friend. So um, it took a little bit of, of time to get out of the out of the room. If you know what I mean to get open that door and go right into the into the public, but not as much as you might think. How did it feel when you were out? Frightening that first time. I got uh, I got bibbed by a van, which at the time felt slightly unnerving, and then afterwards was the best part of the day in retrospect. <laughs> and then when you got back into somewhere that felt safer, what were we talking? A buzz? Did yeah, a little bit of a buzz, and then. Um, and then a complete happiness about walking back again afterwards because you knew that the work ground wasn't going to open up and swallow you. It must be incredibly freeing. It is. It is because you realise nobody cares. Everyone's got bigger things to worry about than what you look like walking past them on the street. I think in London. That's a good point, yes. Perhaps so. And I don't really want to put Harlow down, but Harlow is, um, I think, crime and deprivation are more than you might find in, in, in some places that you go to. But again, walking around Harlow, again, I've never had any any problems here at all. Mm. So when people come here, should we go and sit yeah. here?
this? I, I can't even tell you what that is. I don't know what it is. There's so much hardness in it. I want to say it looks like a spray tan tent, but I see that there's a sort of seat in here. It's... You could call it a love, a canopied love seat. Okay. But I don't know if that's a very accurate description. It's whatever you need it to be at the time. This, I think, is for somebody shorter than me. Um, and I think you would... Put your neck in there. Yeah. Well, I'm more of the restraints. There's restraints on the floor. Oh, there is a dungeon here. Oh, my God. Um, you notice that? Yeah, what's this? A crying I, again, angel? Again, I can't tell you. It's like a bizarre grey yeah. angel, a uh, tearful angel on the wall. Um, but they're respectfully covering their eyes, so... They are. I, I, yeah. <laughs> the aesthetic is interesting, I'm going to say it. It's, um, it's postmodern. modern <laughs> many influences. Um, I'll have to turn the light on. Oh my, what's this place? This is very strange. So there's all kinds of ropes and whips and things. There's this kind of stuff on the wall. I don't know what this is. This is some kind of... Horror theme? Yes. So you've got, um, what we're going to call it, like a mural poster. And yeah. uh, it's got, it, it's like a graveyard scene with yeah. um, signposts going to the creepy house or Zombie Avenue. I think my fantasies involve comfy, comfy, luxurious stuff rather than graveyards, but I think some people go for that. Um, and there's I mean, a door with a kind of um, like coffin a, shape on it. Yes, again, I'm, I, I, I come here a lot. I come here at least once a week, and every time I come here there's something new. <laughs> and, and that's certainly new, well, this coffin thing. I guess it's a playroom, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, there, yeah, and the games are dark. They are. <laughs> <laughs> we have a peep in this one? There's not a lot in here. Um, now this is kind of more what you'd imagine standard, you know, sex worker, basic... Yes. Yeah, so oh, should we call it an office? An o yes, a, a workspace. You've got um, the sink, you've got a bed, you've got a sofa. Yeah. And this used to be where I would get made up and then they turned it into a dark room, so it's quite tricky to do your makeup in the dark. Yeah, they've not thought this through, have they? <laughs> no. No, so it's a, it's a curious spot. Which is, which is the place you prefer? Um, I tend to work out of where we were sitting with mm -hmm. the sofas and things, but then with the bed there, that's quite helpful as well. This yeah. is slightly frightening. This old chap. That must be nearly two feet long. <laughs> it's, but the yeah. good thing about it is that you can share it. You can, you can. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not anatomically correct. Oh, I shouldn't think so. I don't think that could survive in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> people before they come in because you know obviously I know that you feel confident in what you're doing you're looked after by this place but you never know who really anyone is mm. especially you know if you're doing it through social media how how do you give yourself the best chance of um, not being with a moron there's always a risk but generally morons will demonstrate that there are morons in their communication beforehand are there things that give them away um, there are an awful lot of people who simply want to talk to you and get their, their thrills that way, so you have a lot of time wasters. Um, because, and they will ask you lots and lots of questions that's very easy to find the answer to. They'll send you multiple, multiple messages. Um, 
so there's a, there's like a format where you know you can expect someone's going to be a good one, where they'll set out very clearly uh, what they'd like to do and when it might be possibility possibility to do it, and you can just tell that they're a reasonable human being, or you hope you can tell. Mm. Have you ever had any strange ones where uh, you know the client has got I don't know upset or anything like that? Not really. I'd like to have a whole barrage of stories for you, but it's just always been pretty pleasant kind of pleasant kind of time I've had with these yeah. people. I've got some a lot of my my best memories are from going to out calls where you go visit them. Um, there's a lovely guy that I go and see quite a lot. So really nice going to see him. But there's a guy who will book um, two of us at once. Um, dressed as a bizarre hostesses once. That was immense fun. It was in a beautiful place in Bond Street, wandering around in a... In a I think it was an old monarch um, uh, hostess uniform. It was kind of yellow. Didn't necessarily... It wasn't necessarily my colour, but it was tremendous fun. <laughs> it was authentic, at least. <laughs> yes, it was a real, definite, authentic... Uh, like, uh, so, you, so you'd say that was one of your favourite clients? Yeah, yeah. They've got two, two or three regulars who are all great. And do any of them try to do that old thing of saying, I'm going to save you and take you away from all this? Um, they haven't done. Uh, they know that would be daft. I've had some people say, you just need to find a boyfriend. And no, I don't. No, I really don't. Again, do you think that's more them trying to tell themselves that? But... Yeah, I think they remember Pretty Woman from the late 80s, and they think this is... This is A, it'll make them feel better. B, they really do think that, that they could make my life better. And they don't really realise that I'm at the peak of privilege as it is already. Are you in a relationship outside? No, no. Would you like to be? I don't know if I would. I think part of this Rebecca side of me, there's a, there's a lot of selfishness in it. There's a lot of independence, maybe do what I want. Um, and, I mean, I, I, I love people. I love other individuals. Um, but it's a difficult thing to, to know whether to share it or not, to share my life or not. I guess, you know, that's a risk. You, if you don't need to take it, why would you? Hmm. You seem to have got things the way you want them. Yeah. Although always there's this little nagging doubt at the back of your mind whether I'm, I'm ignoring or hiding something, whether this really is what I want. Because I'm constantly picking up things to decide whether is this, is this real or not, is there, is there a paranoia to it, I don't know. If you're asking the question, then the chances are you're, you're saying it's the people that think they've got it sorted and, uh, and won't, won't allow that into their consciousness, if you know what I mean. They won't... Uh, they won't allow themselves to wonder whether this is the right thing for them. You know, in any walk of life, I think your head's pretty screwed on from what I see. I, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I, one of the kind of clichés, not cliché, stereotype about sex workers is they're doing it from a drug habit or for drink or whatever. Yeah, or I they're really, abused or something, yeah, they're I'm, needy. I'm, I have none of that in my past or in my present. Um... So it gives you a clarity of thinking, I suppose. You haven't got any substances that are affecting your, your, your thinking, so... Yeah, and I guess if you're not doing it to manage a crisis, then you're likely to make more sensible decisions. Hmm. 
where do you see yourself? This is one of these questions, interview questions, I'm sure you've um, asked in your responsible daytime job. Where do you see yourself in, like, two, three years? I think, to some extent, this, this side of life has a shelf life, but I think it's probably beyond two or three years yet. Um, it would be nice to be able to maintain what I'm doing now. I think there's, there's risks that it could all come collapsing down. And I, there is that little bit of shadow in the future that part of me is thinking this is going to end in some kind of bad place. Well, because this is too perfectly balanced for you now, it's too good now. Yeah, and I think there's, there's a lot that's, that I'm hiding, that if it comes out, then that's the, it's only going to end up with, with, with bad things happening. So there is there's that kind of shadow that, that could be there. But I, I'm, I'm very prone to to what ec- economists call discounting, where you you prize today much more than you prize tomorrow. I'm very, very prone to that. It's a big weakness of mine. A weakness, or it could be a strength, you know. If the brown stuff's going to hit the fan, it's going to hit the fan anyway. You worrying about it for three years before it happened just means you suffer twice, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no need to worry about something that, that you've, got, you've got not as much control as you think you have over Thanks so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Uh, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Catherine Boyle. That was good. I enjoyed that. You hated it because you it's always cringe listening to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like... We'll, Rebecca and I worked on that together and um, yeah. I gave her first listen and she knew that she had the option to take things yeah. out if she wanted to and she's happy with it and that's uh, the most important thing. I enjoyed that a lot. Thank you for doing it. I know you've got some more planned. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people on Twitter enjoyed it. Some people didn't enjoy it on Twitter. Some people were disappointed with the continued fetishization of uh, trans women and stuff. I get that. I get that. I, I don't... I, see, when people refer to us as the media, I always... Um, I personally, I always feel that we are slightly outside of that, but of course we're not. We're on a radio station that's owned by uh, um, who's it owned by M- Murdoch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can say the other government, um, and I get that. Uh, and uh, your criticism is taken on board. Um, uh, and thank you to everyone who said nice things about it as yeah. well. It's all, it's all cool, man. You're I not going to like everything we do. It's we kind cool. of were at pains to say that we were talking about Rebecca. We weren't talking about yeah. trans women or anyone else's general experience. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, Rebecca sounds uh, delightful. Cheers. And uh, I know she's been tweeting us a lot and was a lot of people saying she was a big supporter of me in the jungle. So that was cool. If you want to call in about that, we're going to go to the news in a minute. Um, but you're very welcome to give us a call about that. 0344 499 1000. It's Amy taking the calls tonight. She will, you can find out and say you loved it. You can find out and say you hated it. You can find out and say whatever. I don't mind. Um, she will take your name and number and give you a call straight back. We've got other stuff to talk about. Um, we'll talk about our trials and tribulations with this bloody transcript book. 
should be, should have been done by now, but I'm just struggling with a little bit with this gentleman I've I've, I've uh, paid to to format it. But we'll get there. Um, nostril hair. Uh, oh, there's loads of stuff to talk about, really. We, we haven't even touched any of the stories that we, we were going to do, so maybe we'll do those in the next hour. Um, do, do phone up, though, because the only call we've got lined up so far is Andre. Isn't that right, Andre? Hello. Yeah, we go, you see. So I suggest you, if you don't want Andre to be the first call when we come back after midnight, 0344 Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle only on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
344-499-1000 Late Night Alternative We're live It's 7 minutes past 12 On a bank holiday Monday Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? 344-499-1000 uh, Andre? Yeah You were going to be The first caller tonight But someone else called in Why? Um, I, <laughs> why? Good question Why? <laughs> Ollie? Why? Um... Uh, things kind of got a bit weird Friday, so I just wanted to make sure everything's okay. Were you tripping on LSD? Because um, I was. <laughs> I am on medication that makes me a bit emotional. Hey, don't no, listen, man. We're cool. We felt um, we felt bad that we we thought we were having classic bants, yeah. Um, and then we saw online that actually you were you were upset by what we said, so we were upset. But also, when I say we were upset. We were upset because I kind of consider you as a friend. I know we don't know each other particularly well, but we play games online. So I was upset in in, in that I was concerned for you. I'm not saying that in any way so that you then feel bad about us. That's not because you've got no reason to feel bad about us. Me and Kath are cool, and we're just glad to know that you're cool. And and I hope you picked up. I don't know if you heard what we said on air or if you (coughs) turned the radio off like you're having a little hissy fit. I don't know. I'm joking. It's a joke. Um, but if you didn't hear what we said on it, then I'm sure you will have seen what a lot of people were saying on Twitter, that there's a lot of love for you, man, and um, everything's cool. Everything's cool as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, I don't know, really. It's like uh, I was watching Captain Marvel that day. And, great film. Uh, great film. It is a great film. I felt a bit tearful at the end for uh, no reason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a powerful film. I love Captain Marvel. One of my favourites in the whole Marvel... Can I ask... No spoilers. Have you seen Endgame? No, I'm going to see it Wednesday. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reminded... Literally, another thing's popped into my head that I was actually not just disappointed about, I was angry about. I was angry about. And I, I want to talk to you about it, man, because I thought it was only okay with a lot of flaws in it, whereas Infinity War I thought was absolutely brilliant. With very yeah, few yeah. flaws in it. Uh, yeah, well, past Wednesday for sure. For right. sure. I saw another film uh, that because of well, I've had it for ages. I didn't get it because of you, yeah. but I 
uh, got Time Crimes, and I watched that on the weekend. Oh, yeah, we're, go, go, go on, go on. With the Hectors. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Oh. It was really... You say that in the I way was... that means you think you didn't think it was cool. It was a bit predictable, but it was cool. Predictable. Whenever it... If, I don't know if I can do spoilers. You can spoil a 20-year-old film, yeah. Is it 20 years old? Wow. Probably. Every time it's a time thing, it's always the person. Yeah, it's always yeah, yeah. That person that it, it involves it's it, always. As soon as I saw the mask, I was like, "All right, that's him." Yeah. Right, so, so, right, so that's that guy. Okay. Right. How does he get there? Well, <laughs> yeah, and I'm he's... still not quite sure why he puts the mask on, but yeah, you know. I, okay. Right. Fine. It's so that they can film him. Yes. Um, and not have to like put some like fancy effect on. There we go. They see. can get there someone else to stand hey, in. Here's um. Well, here's a strange text that's just come in from Liam. I don't know if this is for me, Catherine, or for you. Okay. Struggling here, man. Gay man, mid-thirties, single, and really want a child. Then here's the bit at the end. Sorry to pester. It, I, no one's pestered me to father a child with another gay man. Oh, is that... I thought they wanted one of our children. <laughs> you could have the one that wasted up for three hours in the hospital today. Struggling here, man. Gay man, mid-thirties, single, and really want a child. Sorry to pester. We're not making light of it, Liam. I don't know what this is in reference to. I don't know if this is directed at us. It's the sorry to pester is the yeah, the I... thing. This isn't... But This is the first request so far. Is it... Now, what do you need? Do you need my seed? Do you need Catherine's womb? Is it something Ollie can help with? I don't know. We need a bit more detail here, Liam, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Um, uh, thank you very much indeed. Um, well, maybe time crime doesn't stand the test of time, then. Oh, no, it's really it's good. It's worth watch, for sure, definitely. Yeah. OK. okay. Um, do you have... I don't know. But, like, what calling in yeah. has been, like, me testing myself. Because yeah. I've got anxiety issues. Yeah. And anxiety like tissues, a, did you say? Issues. issues. Come on, man. I thought you said tissues. I just had to clarify. I didn't know what an anxiety tissue was. I can imagine. But okay. Anxiety <laughs> issues. Okay. Okay. And I thought I was mentally well. And I think Friday made me question that, really. That may be because like, I didn't know what the worst that could happen was by ringing. Yeah. And. I had a, like a panic attack, and I didn't. Oh, mate, I, I've no. never had. I don't know. It's been a the, the last panic attack I had was doing like a blood test at home. Yeah, what? And I freaked. Uh, yeah, I did, can you do I them at home? Like, are you are you, are you yeah. legally allowed to do a blood test at home? What, on yourself? Yeah, yeah. It was like a little prick tick. Prick, prick. Oh come on now, please. <laughs> come on, mate. Don't be so hard on yourself. I'm sure it was a lovely prick tick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a tiny amount of drop blood drops out that you put in like a little cylinder. Yeah. And in my mind, it was like I was losing like a gallon of blood. Yeah. And I couldn't breathe. <sighs> and a similar thing happened on Friday when I was like reading tweets, and I knew it was a joke. Yeah. Because a lot, for those who don't know, a lot, a lot, a few other people, we we were pretending that you you, you were being um, I can't transphobic or, or I can't you know, homophobic, whatever it was, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> everything phobic, and, and it was all it was joke. But then um, some people, some friendly people on Twitter joined yeah. in on the joke, and yeah. what in your head you read it as, it. yeah, you read it as real. Everything, well, because I I knew it was all joke, but then people confirming that it wasn't a joke, but jokingly, my head can deal with that 
so it just added and added and added and then suddenly it was real mm. and suddenly people i thought okay mate people do think i'm a massive bigot and something just switched and i couldn't turn it back off and it, i couldn't breathe and it was it was weird and that panicked me more so and i couldn't get out of it how are you right here's the most important question how are you feeling now I know we it spoke took, over the weekend, but yeah, how are you feeling now? A lot better. It took me a couple of days because I just felt on edge. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot better. Okay, good. Well, I'm sure. glad about that. Now, the next question is, how do we proceed? Because we don't... We, here's the thing. We don't. We said on Friday, we don't want anyone to feel worse yeah. when they put the phone down. So, there's a few things we can do here. One, we can ban you. I don't know <laughs> how that would... I don't know if that would trigger... If you'd have to buy more anxiety tissues, I don't know. <laughs> We could ban you. An idea I came up with is that we could have a safe word. Safe word. Yeah. And so if we're having, you know, fun, let's just yeah. say, and we'll be a little bit more careful with our fun, but if we're having fun, you could say... Anaconda. What? Anaconda. No, you can't have a safe word that's too many syllables because it, it could be too late. The fatal blow could have been dealt. Anaconda. Okay. That's five syllables. I was just thinking it needs to be something that wouldn't come up in ordinary conversation. Yeah. Well... I think Anaconda would. It would do. Would you? <laughs> I would on this show. Ollie is a big fan of the movie and the snake. I, oh, it's a terrible film. So it's not. It's a great film. No, it's a great film. Terrible movie. Not in front of the children. Um, so what? Say what safe word? If you think that's the route to go, Ollie, what safe word would work for you? I think because Twitter put me in the mess. I think they can solve it and maybe they could come up with it. You want to do like what is this local radio? He wants us yeah. to do. You know what those guys are like, though. They're say, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're terrible. People. We don't go. We, yeah, it'll be it, the, the phrase will be. I hate gays. Um, <laughs> uh, right, hang on a minute. We're going to solve this. We have a very, very wise man. Oh, Andre. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. You saw through that, Andre. Yeah. We need a safe word for Ollie. Um, a safe word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going to regret honestly. Sorry? Honesty. H-O-N-E-S-T-Y. That's how you spell it, is it? Okay. Because we're not going to use that in everyday conversation. <laughs> right. I know, I know uh, one. All right, then. Uh, safe haven. Safe What? Safe haven. Safe haven. <laughs> Do you know what... H-A-V-E-N. Right. We don't have to spell them. It's not a spelling bee. Do you know well, what... You a... can't hear me, can you? Do you know what a safe word means? <laughs> yes, yeah, safe. Yeah, right. Okay. Jeez. Uh, uh, oh, chill out then. Chill out. Chill out, <laughs> chill out room. Ah! <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone from safe room to chill out room. I think he's just um, trying to find words that sound safe. Oh, the... oh while I'm on, yes. Cass. Yeah, oh, God. Go on. Cass. What? Did you interview me? No, why? Oh, that's not. I can give you a good interview here. Well, not here. Why does that sound threatening and weird? Oh, it'll be good, it'll be fun, yeah? Over coffee? Over, Over an Irish coffee? <laughs> a big Irish coffee. No, just a normal coffee or something, Kev. There could be something in that. Uh, there could yeah, be something... Me, call me a normal outside of office, hours. Oh, and um, we'll, we'll arrange something, Kev, yeah, if you want to. You haven't got to, but if you That's want to. That's very kind of you to give her the option. Uh... Oh, to meet no. on what? Go to your house. I've met Andre. He's no, you like, can't come here. Would you be alone with him? I would be alone with Andre. I would trust Andre. I oh, know here. Well, I know you would here. And, and Kath, we could meet in a pub. He was going to yeah? say. <laughs> he was going to say oh. pub. 
Let me think about it. All right, sleep on it, yeah? Yeah. I don't think she'll be doing that, Andre. She'll just be coming to interview you. Right. <laughs> Hang on a minute, uh, uh, Ollie. Uh, Adam, have you got a safe word we could use for Ollie? Hello, Adam? Oh, sorry. Is that your Hello. name? What the... <laughs> I didn't hear my name. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. All right, all right. Have you got a safe word for Ollie? A safe word for Ollie? A fellow anxiety sufferer? Um... So if it gets a little bit, if he, if if you know he's not enjoying the phone call, he can just lay this word out, and me and Kath well, instantly uh, stop, and we will respect that. We will respect well, that. Well, my 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 go-to replacement swear word is muffin, and I think that might work. Muffin, muffin, yeah, it just sounds it muffin, just sounds right muffin or me. mutton, muffin, muffin, definitely You're... muffin. Are you saying blueberry like... chocolate, chocolate mutton, 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 yeah, muffin, Ollie? I think muffin, muffin could muffin. <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I think. Right, Ollie, I'm gonna. Right, Ollie, I'm going yeah. to bully you now. Oh yeah, oh god. No, 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 no. And I know you've just had a panic attack this weekend. Trust me, I'm a psycho. I've, I've met a psychologist. Me too, Ollie. Right, I'm gonna bully you. As soon as it gets too much, know that this bullying comes from a place of love. All right. As soon as it gets too much, drop muffin. Okay. <laughs> drop muffin. <laughs> That's what you're trying to avoid doing. Drop, drop muffin. Right. Are we, are, we, are we? Now this is just. This is just a fantasy. Scene, okay? Yeah. Right. Are you ready, Ollie? I'm ready. I'm going to bully you in three, two, one. Ollie, you're a shit. Oh. Nobody wants to play Apex Legends with you. Uh, I was getting close. Because you are a lousy cheat. You're a terrible team player. Yeah, now. You run off on your own and, and do and steal everything from all of the loot boxes. Um, I need to double barrel. And you are a racist, and I know this. Ooh, yeah, I know this. Muffin. There we go. All right, well done. And 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 scene. Okay, right now, that worked. That worked for me, Catherine. How did you feel? Uh, I don't think how I feel is important in this. I think it's all about how Ollie feels. Right? Okay, I think Ollie we could talk about muffins, though. I would like. I would muffin. <laughs> It does take muffins off the table. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Pick, no. I won't All right. Talk about muttons. Here's the thing. Muttons. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. Right. We're going to employ this, and Ollie, we're going to name this as um, the Ollie Breaker. Okay. So the safe word muffin applies to everybody. Every caller who oh, feels muffin talk. We we just. Well, I'm going to say it now. Muffin talks banned. I'm just going to say it. we will not talk about actual muffins that you can eat or muffins the mule. We're not going to talk Sorry, about those. Everyone. They're banned. And it's, it's un, I, it's, I know it's supposed to be free speech, and we, we're we banning those subjects. And also, we won't be talking about anything you can put your muff in. There we go. And we won't be talking about Martha and the Muffins from the band from the 80s. I'm clever. Um, so we so all muffin talk is banned. Muffin can only be used now as a safe word if anybody is not enjoying the classic gentle bants spilling forth from the minds and the mouths of Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, the saviours of late night radio. And we're calling it we're calling it the Ollie Manoeuvre. Uh-huh. Is, is performing, <laughs> you're performing an Ollie, which is actually a skating manoeuvre, a skateboarding manoeuvre. I'm cool. So we, the Ollie manoeuvre is when you drop a muffin in the conversation and we stop. Would you mind if I dropped a muffin? Oh, God, what do you mean? Well, maybe sometimes I want to no, no, no. bail. We are we are excluded from the Ollie manoeuvre. <laughs> oh. The hosts are not part of the OM. 
you can't you can't perform an ollie. You can't drop a muffin. Um, <laughs> ollie, how do you, now? Is that going to make? And a serious question now. Is that going to make you more anxious having a manoeuvre named after you, and also knowing that we can't talk about any other form of muffin because of your selfishness? Yeah. I think that's fine. I think that's good. Good. It's, I, I Adam's loving it. Adam's <laughs> loving the fact that you're mentally ill. This is brilliant. Adam is having no, the time of his life. Well, I just love. I love the repetition of muffins. <laughs> <laughs> You did this. You right. did this. Ollie, stay there because let's hear. Let's hear what Adam has got to add to the conversation. Good evening, Adam. <laughs> Nothing about muffins, sir. Good, well, we can't, you can't say it. Well, now we have to yeah, stop. Yeah. No, no, no. Shit. Now we have to. Oh, sorry. now we oh. have to stop and see if you're all right. Are you okay? Um. Do you wish to proceed? No. Because so you. <laughs> hang on, I'm confused. Have you just pulled an ollie? No, I haven't. That was okay. an accidental om. Okay. Well, you can't. You can't say the m word then. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't the M word. The M word. The M. He said the M word. The M word. You can't say the N word either. Well, you we can't. Found another issue with this. We could use the, the N word as this. We could use the M word as a safe word. No. Then we'd know because we never use. We never talk about that. Oh no. You dropped. Oh yes. He's crying. Imagine Ollie having your name associated so closely with the N word, and it's called doing an Ollie. Oh my God, Mom! You just done an Ollie. He just did it. He just did it. Move on. Nah, and you've just done an ollie. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> no. Right, Adam, so what have you called in about? What have I called in about? I am um, a quite a depressed uh, person. Is this going to be embarrassing for Ollie? Should I let him go? I don't know. I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I can go. His mythology quite to the fullest extent. Ollie, I'm going to let you go. Because Adam, I felt, if I'm honest, Adam sounds like he's going to be hard work. And we, we, well, it's nice to speak to you, Ollie. It was speak to you later on. Bye bye. Right, Adam. Hello. Hi. Don't know why you make me laugh so much. This is going to be a tough call. Go on. Okay, great. Um, so, essentially, I'm uh, 21. Yeah. I've been working my first full, like, real job for oh, about yeah. two years yeah. now. Uh, I'm autistic, so yep. I went through school, had a, a massive problem making friends yep. throughout that time. This job is, like, relevant to my autistic fixation, my point of passion, which is cars. And the entire office just despises me. <laughs> and I'm at this point yeah. where... I don't know. I feel a bit hopeless. You know, I've been depressed for a very long time. And you go into somewhere and you think, okay, these are people I can talk to about the yeah. one thing I understand. Yeah. And then that proves not to be the case. How do you know they hate it's... you? Um, I don't know how much I can divulge on the radio. Oh, no, don't don't divulge anything that will get you in trouble or identify anything <laughs> they want to. Have they actually... This isn't a supposition. They've told you they hate you. Um, they've actively excluded me. Okay. And they've told... Well, I've been kind of gently informed Aye. to stop trying to get involved with them. Oh, oh, God, they sound like a right bunch of a-holes. Scumbags. And also, what great management technique. Yeah. <laughs> so what, when you say... lovely, it's just their employees. So when they, you say try and get involved, what, you mean like hanging out at, at lunch or at lunch? No one gets a lunch break anymore, it's 2019. You mean like you, you trying to be friendly with them and trying to maybe get in on their scene and you've been warned yeah, that, that you, you know, don't... 
want to do that. They'll go out on little. So it's basically the entire department sands me, goes off on social excursions and stuff, and I just feel a bit alone. <laughs> okay, well, um, do you have any friends outside of work? I don't have time for friends outside of work. Oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, in a, again, a lot of my school life was spent not really having a. The yeah. social identity as such. Yeah. So I just go through fairly consistent loneliness. I should probably oh. point out as well that I actually live with one of the guys who's in this little group. He's fine, but he's not enough of an in for me to be part of the group, apparently. So I just feel very... Is there... A, well, you've been there for two years. You've been there for two years. Um, mm. And sometimes... You know, here's the thing. Sometimes some people just don't gel. That happens. That, Indeed. That does happen. Um, this is a tough one, man. And I, the, 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 yeah. I'm really lucky. I, I, you know, I work silly hours. So I don't have to meet anybody here because I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible, Adam, in workplaces. I've worked in real workplaces and offices and oh, things, no. and I can't. I can't do. Th- I don't know how you fit in in that environment and how you make friends mm. with. People. I don't know how to. So I have no advice yeah. on that. And I would suggest. I would suspect. That if you're getting that message, that then perhaps it is too late. Yeah, know, it Catherine, is, yeah. Would you agree to, tr- to 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 win them over? But also, I would want to win them over well, after that. That's the thing. Yeah, it sounds like you'd have to go go along with that kind of um, mentality if you were inside the group. I bet inside the group, it's not all rosy either. If they're going to be like that. <laughs> Who knows? I, 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 maybe I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be my suspicion. Yeah. That'd be my suspicion. If you had to change yourself somehow to conform to be acceptable to them, then you're going to be mm. miserable within that group anyway. But I know that's yeah. That's not I mean, I'm counting. I'm counting. I'm counting on myself being the uh, the only insomniac in that office with this call. Mm. <laughs> but, um, oh, trust me. Know, trust uh, me. We don't. We we don't get many listeners. They won't be listening to this rubbish. <laughs> also, we you don't. Know, it's, we don't broadcast to bell cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it just but my biggest issue at the moment, aside from that, is that the person in the office who's my direct line manager, who's been, I'd, I'd say if they haven't saved my, at the very least they've saved my career, possibly saved my life a couple of times, right. took me to hospital at my lowest ebb and stuff like that, and they're leaving soon, and I just don't know what happens to me then, personally, professionally, anything else. You know, I'd, when you feel like someone's the only reason that you're still employed and perhaps the only reason you're still alive, it's like, well, what happens now? <laughs> well, 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 you have to start taking a little bit of responsibility for your own life, is what I'm saying. Mm. And that might sound harsh, but... Uh, th- th- uh, and this, I'm speaking specifically about the reason you're still alive. Yes, that person may have saved your life. That's incredible. Uh, and that is remarkable and, uh, you know, um, but you now have to look at ways that you don't get into that position again where you are dependent on someone mm. else to save your life. What I'm saying is you have to save your own life. That sounds mm. I don't mean that to sound harsh, but I guess it quite possibly um it quite possibly does. Um can I say something as well? I although they've stepped in at a time when you were in crisis, you're the one continually saving yourself now because yeah. if you wanted to kill yourself you would have done it. I, I tried, and it's not very good at tying nooses. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
Do you want to give me... Okay, I was going to say something I won't, I won't say, but... I'm uh, dyspraxic, so that's quite literally incapable. So right. I couldn't tie my shoelaces until I was 15. Well, if you throw a ball at me, it'll probably hit my face. Well, there, there you go. So. Well, there's, okay, well, then there's, there's some good coming out of this dyspraxic. Look, man, <laughs> uh, look, 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 we're having a laugh and stuff, but I'm, I'm, really, I'm aware that this is a heavy, heavy thing for you. I don't want you to die... Um, I d d certainly don't want you to die. Uh, certainly don't want you to die in a horrific way like that. It's a horrible way to go, man. It's a lousy way to go. Mm. And um, uh, you, I don't know what to suggest. I don't know what to suggest, which is unusual uh, for me because mm. normally I can I can think of things until the cars come up. I don't know if you're seeing if you've spoken to a doctor. I don't know if you have spoken to your managers. I don't know if you could, and I'm not suggesting you should, but I don't know if you could look for a job elsewhere. There's no reason you should have to do that. No one should feel forced out of their job. But if it is making you that unhappy, then perhaps you should look for something else. These are all just yeah. things I'm throwing out there because I don't really have any specific advice to give you. But I don't want you to die. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I understand your predicament. It's not, well, um, it's not my predicament, it's your predicament. I, but I, 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 I can't quite get my head... Um, I can't quite get my head um, around uh, around it and, and... Yeah. Help you, man. Yeah, it's difficult because my job's quite specialist in yeah. a sense. So uh, there are limited places you could go and work? There are limited yeah. places. And I also feel that there are limited places that will have me as well. Well, that's um, a different thing because because yeah. of your autism. Yeah, I mean, so this is this is when I say uh, I'm not sure how much longer I'd be there once my current line manager is gone. That's quite literal. Yeah, because there have been times where. I, with all the will in the world, I've just been really bad. Oh. And, you know, that's in terms of, you know, I struggle with sleep, I struggle with communication yeah. and understanding tasks if they're just thrown at me on short notice. Yeah. And it just, you know... Well, is, is there any... Well, are your employers... Employees... Employers, I always get it confused. <laughs> are your employers aware of that, of what you've just told me? That yeah, you struggle so with, you struggle with of... tasks that are given to you at short notice, and that you perhaps need—I don't know—perhaps you need someone to go through it three times instead of once. Terrible or... saying no as well. You're terrible at saying okay. You need to speak to your boss, man. You need to, everything mm, oh. you've said to me. You need to say to them and say, "Look, I feel like I'm struggling a bit, and I'm not giving you as much as I can and as much as you deserve." These are the things that would make it a little bit better for me. Forget the friendship mm. thing for a bit. Let's try and hang on to the job. <laughs> Indeed, I don't think I'm. Uh, yeah, I have told the the various important people in the office. Yeah, exactly what I've told you and beyond. But uh, it's just it feels a bit like banging my head against the wall. I bet it does. But quite often, things in companies, and I'm speaking from experience, move a lot slower. Uh, than we would like them to. I want, I'm want. i one of those people that when I have an idea, I want it fully executed within 10 minutes and I want it done. <laughs> and if it's not done within the hour, I'm bored and I'm on to the next idea. And yeah, I found out... That. Yeah, and I found that a lot, a, a lot, particularly at the BBC, it doesn't work like that. BBC, it took 18... You know, it, took, it took like a year, 18 months, to get a podcast of the show. And I remember just thinking, this is such an obvious idea, just do it. 
and, mm. and it built resentment in me. Uh, uh, but mm. that was just the way that machine worked. It ground very slowly. And maybe there's a similar thing going on with you. Or maybe your bosses just don't listen and don't give us stuff. Yeah, possibly. I mean, we're both in quite similar fields of uh, the industry, actually. So, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of that exists in my office as well. Um, yeah, be it ideas, be it even features and stuff. Oops, I write things. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, it's um, quite demoralising, isn't it, when stuff that you're truly passionate about goes quite quick uh, yeah. or gets thrown off the agenda quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, but, don't kill yourself. I saw the only <laughs> solid suggestion I've got is don't. It's an instruction. Don't kill yourself, please. <laughs> Hang I, in there. I try. I try my best. All right, man. Listen, give us a call later in the week, please, and let us know you're still around. Yeah, I mean, I try not to be awake at this kind of time, but yeah, Me I too. probably will Me be too. around to call you later. Adam, <laughs> listen, hang in there, man. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm confused by this tweet from Steffi. Have you seen this? Yeah, I'm not. Um... The terminology, uh, Steffi says. Please tell Ian Lee the correct term for folk like um, Bex and myself is trans woman with a. Uh, oh, okay. Because I've I've read four different ones. No, no. The, I've read four different ones where it's the correct term is trans woman, uh, and then there is no such thing as trans woman. And the second time it's in inverted commas. So this no, is no. She's talking about look trans okay, space well, woman. Well, I've, and trans I've got woman. it now, but this is the this is the fifth time I've I've read it. So I'm slightly confused. Okay. okay well, I'm sorry I don't speak. I'm not because um, that's how Rebecca refers to herself, and it is a loaded. Right. Difference, trans woman, and if you listen to the extended podcast tomorrow, okay. you'll understand what she's trying to say. Okie dokie. But it, it is. I mean, we we touched on it in the in the shorter version. That was the shorter version of a. No, really but she's long calling me out for being wrong. Yeah, but that's only because you're using the same terminology as Rebecca is, because we're honouring the way Rebecca refers to herself. But also, I run words together as well. I'm not, I mean, I'm sorry if you're offended, Steffi. I'm it, genuinely sorry. But first of all, I was confused because your first four tweets have got inverted commas. But obviously you didn't mean that. That's cool. I get it. We'll, we'll tweet stuff that doesn't quite make sense. Um, but I'm, I'm a trans woman. I mean, I'm not going to slow down my speech, I'm afraid. Sorry if you're offended by that, but I'm not going to. It's just really political. Okay. It's just nice. really political. Well, there's a, there's and, a that, and that's kind of what Rebecca alluded to in the short version, and we talk about it in more depth in the long okay. version. Well, I look forward to listening to the long version. That's going to go out as a podcast. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, Steffi. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Did I give out the number right? Mm -hmm. I think I gave out the number uh, correctly. Let's go to Raheem. Good evening, Raheem. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Raheem. So, so um, earlier I was in the mosque and I received a message from someone who was listening to you. Say that again. Apparently, Say that again. A bit muffled. Go on. You're in the mosque and uh, doing what? Yeah, and I, and I received a message from someone who's a regular listener, a friend of mine, yeah? Uh -oh. She's called you out there. Yeah. Apparently, you've declared me the King of England. Is that right? That's correct, yes. And what's your point? Oh. I don't see what your problem oh. is. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's happened. It's happened. It's happening. There's, it's happened. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm launching a legal campaign to uh, get my true, my true rights reinstated. Okay, in that case, can I get rid of this government and make you the minister then? No. How's that? No, no? because I'm Why the king not? of England. Well, I'm not getting involved in politics. I'm the king. I want to go around riding a horse and chopping people's heads off. Chop your head off uh, in a minute, son. You're actually not allowed to get involved in politics. Yeah, I'm not allowed to. 
Well, in that case, well, I'm going to. There was a civil war about that. Yeah, well, in that case, I'll start a new civil war. Wow, okay. Rahim's, on, Rahim's ahead of my army. Rahim? Yeah? Head of my army? Yeah, perfect. There we go, fine. All right, we'll chop your head off first, Catherine. You and whose army? Um, oh, Rahim. Yeah. Rahim's army. <laughs> can you get some mates and horses and stuff and stores and stuff, Rahim? Yeah, I suppose I can... Um, You're going to you know, need a tank. Yeah. Not going to need a tank. It's King's Army. Horses. Oh, old school. Uh, classic. I just need horses, camels, that's it. Don't want camels. What are you talking about? English king, mate. English king don't have camels. English king have horses. Okay. Use horses then. That's fine. fine. All right, fine. I mean, if you've got a camel, that'll be wicked. Sounds but... like you've got some handy. You might as well have them. Well, all right. If you've got camels, we'll have the camels as well, okay? Yeah, I'm sure I could go, you know, go and bring some over. Yeah, all right, fine. All right. But don't ship camels over just for this. It sounds very convoluted way of... We just, 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 just go and chop some heads off of, of uh, some horse owners. Stablers. Stablers. Stablers? Yeah, Stablers. Yeah. I want to say stablers. And we'll steal their horses. Mm. We're not eating them. No, no, no. You, no, did, a, no, mm, you no. did a tasty voice. We're not eating them. <laughs> I'm suspicious of Raheem now. I don't think I can trust you. I'm going to chop your head off, Raheem. Oh, good luck with that. Not, fine. Oh. He's on. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Yes. Yes, is that you, Paul? That's me. This is Ian, Paul. Hello, Ian. Oh, it's Paul, Paul. Hello, mate. It's what? Paul, Paul, it's Paul, Paul. Hello? Where are you? <laughs> I'm here, Paul. How are you doing? I'm OK. I just, I'm, it's weird, because it, you press this thing on the phone, it, it feels... You, you can't see me. To, you can hear me, can't you? <laughs> mm. OK. I guess say, Steffi, I've got absolutely no idea what you're going on about. Absolutely not. Listen, I'm, I'm glad to be educated. Of course I am. Yeah, don't like being. Hang on a minute, Paul. I don't like being educated in the passive aggressive way, but I'm happy to be educated. What? Paul, be no. quiet. Paul, not you. Shut up. But oh, sorry. Please be quiet. But, um, yeah. but I'm happy to be educated. But I've got absolutely no idea what you're banging on about now. I, I will. I've never. I will try and put a gap between trans and woman. But um, but, but some people also don't like that. So, but I've not written it down, and your first five tweets were confusing because they implied that I, it was inverted commas that was the problem. I don't know what's going on. We just played out an interview with a woman who, uh, that Kath went and met, and I'm getting attacked for it. What have I done? I'm here to learn. We said several times that it wasn't, we weren't talking about the whole trans community and that yep. there are various she ain't different, no spokesperson. different strands who oppose each strands other and trans. stuff, and we didn't want to get involved in that, but we're involved. We're in involved. It. Of course we're involved, because we put it out, and I get that. Uh, Sefi, thank you for the education. Just reel back on the PA, um, uh, but that is cool. Thank you very much. I shall bear that in mind. Paul, good evening. It's lovely to talk to you, Paul. None of that was addressed to you, and I know you might take that personally, so please don't. Yeah, what can we do for you yeah, tonight? No. Yeah, that, that's okay. I, I was wondering. I was, I was wondering where are you gone? Hello. I'm here, Paul. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm leaving a gap while you yeah. say your thing, Paul. So what are you wondering? Uh, well, I, 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 I years and years practiced uh, worked out a meditation technique. Yeah. Oh, I like meditation. Yeah, like I did. Um, because it, it came into my head right once. Yes. And I, I, Practice shit ever since, right? Yeah. yeah. You remember I was on earlier, I think. Not tonight. A month ago, a lot, no, months ago. Yeah. Uh, about, uh, just when I sort of came on very rapidly and started, I was in a very happy mood. Yep. Happy, year. Tell um, us about this meditation technique, Paul. Meditate, well, well, it, it, uh, I do. But I don't want to, really. Okay, it's just you mentioned it, so I assume that you did. But if you don't want to, that's absolutely fine. Well, 
Yes, oh, you should I? I mean, because... I, mean, um, I meditate. Do you? What have, do you do? I use transcendental meditation. I have a mantra. Oh, I, I don't use mantras. We could use mantras, I suppose. No. How, if you don't want to dis- dis- go into the detail of your meditation technique, why don't you tell us how it makes you feel? Are you uh, okay? How does it make you feel? Get the energy. <laughs> yeah. Or you can get energy. Yeah. Uh, but generally speaking, yes. It, the I, I use the mind. The mind. No, the mouth import is an important technique. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's I call that the mind spirit, right? The mind spirit. Yes, but unfortunately, from yep. what I told about this, yep. Daniel, um, thinks now he's Jesus Christ. You see, okay. unfortunately, the bloke that taught you this thinks he's Jesus Christ. No, I I came up with it. Right. But I I told him okay. ages ago. Yeah. Um, he he has come up with the it was um. This idea, this, this is Jesus Christ. Okay, well, Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. All right, Paul, listen, I'm going to move on because we've got a lot of calls coming in, but it's always nice to talk to you, mate. You hang in there, okay? Yeah, okay. All right, Paul, thank yeah. you very much for sharing your wisdom with us. It's appreciated. Let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. Hello, Lee. Hello. Hello, Lee. Hello. What, um, what can I do for you? I'm recommending a game for you to play. Beautiful. I like should games. Play. Go and tell me what you it is. You should play a game called Payday. Payday. What happens in Payday? Stuff. Okay, brilliant. I look forward to it, Lee. Thank you very much indeed. So just remind me that was Payday. Did you write that down, Catherine? Payday and fun, I've written down. Payday and, and stuff happens in it. Oh! That was it. So that's great. Let's go to Danny. Thank you, Danny, for your patience. What can we do for you? Hello, Cass. Hello, Ian. Hello, hey, Danny, Danny, number 24. Muffin, muffin, muffin. No, are you all right? He's hung up. He's not all right. We now we need to phone back and see if he's all right. <sighs> what a day. I got a date with a blender. Um, I'm not going to give the phone number out. I don't really want to talk to any more people. But if they choose the phone, I will speak to them. Oh. But that's that. Have you got anything, Catherine? If you can unlock the secret yourselves, you can get in. I got the key. Um, good news for people who like playing Pokemon. Uh, okay. Playing Pokemon through childhood creates a unique zone in your brain that enables you to remember the characters. Countless hours spent playing the uh, Nintendo game leaves wrinkles in the brain that respond to the tiny characters such as Wobbuffet, Bulbasaur and Pikachu later in life. These wrinkles are in a region of the brain that typically responds to images of animals. Psychologists at Stanford University say the findings help to shed light on two related mysteries about our visual system. It's been an open question in the field why we have brain regions that respond to words and faces but not to, say, cars, said former Stanford graduate student Jesse Gomez, the leader author of the study. I think I upset the man that invented Pokemon Go. Oh, really? Why? I did an event with him. A Q and I hosted a Q&A with the guy that invented Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And we were getting on really well. And before, at the start, he was saying, like, OK, let's get this guy. Let's send this guy. I told him my kids loved it. I said, we'll send, we'll get you, we'll send you some merch. We're going to send you some merch. Then we did the Q and A, and then then there was like a point towards the end where, he, like, the last ten minutes, where he just sort of his, his, the vibe changed off him, and I felt the vibe change. It's like, what, what have I just said? And he didn't wouldn't speak to me afterwards. Oh, now maybe I've read it wrong. I mean, I was thinking we could do a whole show on people that I've I've annoyed. 
that don't speak to me anymore. Matt Allwright. I annoyed Matt Allwright. Yeah. We were going to be friends, me and Matt Allwright. And we even started coming up. We started a little band together. And then... Um, you made a joke and I made a land. joke on Twitter. Uh, and he took it... And this is my problem, is I, I rush in he with... He took it all wrong. He took it all wrong. Thank you very much indeed. Well done. Uh, and um, I made a joke. Maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow. We'll do a long list of people that I've paid off. And I, I apologised privately. I apologised publicly. Just a... Uh, oh, okay, thanks. Were you operating as a rogue trader at the time, selling I, illegal uh, Ian Lee and flipping Kath merch? He was as posing as a very old Welsh man and hiding in the cupboard. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. It was the strangest. And as we know, that's Matt's. That's Matt's copyrighted disguise. It was. The, it was the strangest thing. I was so upset. I'm still up. This was like three years ago. And he's a nice fellow, Matt. But you know me. I'm a creep. I get with everyone. Oh, I like Matt a lot. I liked him a lot. I went to his house, met his kids. We were in a band together, and then he just didn't speak to me again. And and I get it. I was it, it was the joke was was the the, the, the what it was right. Is yeah, he, he, was, he dishes it out. He can take it. I'm sure. He was. Well, this is what I how I remember it. Okay, and this is this is how I remember it. Ah, John Ronson had just released the book. So you've been publicly shamed. Yeah. About shamings on Twitter, I think. And Matt and I sort of know them both. And Matt tweeted John Ronson saying, "Really enjoyed your book. I think it gives us something to think about." So I then tweeted both of them, went going, don't worry, Matt, you'll always be a twat to me. Something like that. It was kind of comically, publicly shaming him kind of thing. It's not the funniest gag in the world. And then after that, wouldn't return my calls, wouldn't respond to my texts. About a 14-year-old could rise above that, surely. Well, maybe it was With all that. respect maybe you, Matt. Was, I don't want to follow up with anybody. Maybe there was something else. Maybe there was something else. This is how, how I remember it. Happening, and um, and I felt terrible. I mean, it was, it was all right. You know, I felt terrible. That's just joshing, surely, isn't it? Yeah, but obviously it hit him the wrong way. I feel I feel oh sick in my chest even thinking about it. I was so upset by it, and I I apologised. I left messages for him. I texted him, apologised publicly, and he he kind of did the, hey look, you know, it's fine, it's okay, don't worry about it, and that was it. And I've tried. I've reached out to him like a couple of times in the last couple of years. I reached out to him. Uh, before, after the jungle, I reached out to him or something else, and it's always just a very polite, "Hey, great to hear you. Thanks very much." That's it. So that's done. That's done, and that breaks my heart because I liked him well, a lot. Makes me wonder whether something's going on with him. Well, or, or maybe I maybe there was something else I did that I I am mm. unaware of. But I think he's a grown up. He'd have said to you, well, I hope he's a grown. up He'd say to you, "It's not so much you calling me the twat. Yes. It's X, Y, or Z." Yeah, maybe. And- and or, it, or what about so and so? Yeah. Dot dot dot. I feel really bad about it. I feel because it was it's a joke. horrible it was when a bad, got... It was a bad joke. I, I can, you know. And also, right. when, you, when you've got something like that that's unresolved, that does gnaw, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's where it is, guys. That's where it's where we are. That's that's number one on the list of people I've annoyed. What you got? What's going on? I had that on a double cassette. Oh. You. you. I've got it from the charity shop. I've heard it a couple of times. I won't be listening to it again. Julian Rather funny. Sandy, yeah. It's the second volume of it. I can't find the first one. The Bono it's world of Purge. Why don't you purge, Jules? You'll forbid if you purge. Oh, oh. bold, bold. I love I this. Love one that. hour, 50 minutes. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank a, you very it's much. It's a journey home because, as you know, you're not the kind of listener I really want on the show. With all respect. <laughs> with all respect. After you've upset Matt Allwright and John Ronson. Yeah. Well, no, John Ronson is fine. John he Ron- says that to you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't. Easy, Tiger. What is on your show well, tonight, Paul Ross? I'm telling you what. I'm beyond excited. Oh. Tiny piece in the Telegraph yesterday. Yeah. 
tiny piece about a group of women in Berlin yeah. who come up with they are combating the increasingly strident and violent fascist marches in Berlin. Yeah. They're combat yodelers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a member of a yodeling group. They assemble yeah. and they yodel, sometimes rather rudely in German, but it's, yodel and they yodel down the fascists. Yeah. And we've got one of them on the programme. They're kind of anarchist yodelers. Yeah. Uh, their organisation translates as, they call it Yogida, which is a reference to Pagida, which is the anti-Islamist far-right movement. Right, yeah. They call it basically yodelling against idiocy, fear and stupidity. Okay. And they're just great guests. Who was the, the, fe the fellow we had on, the singer? Big Frank Ifield? Yes. We have Frank Ifield on the show, man. There's she a... taught me how to yodel. There's a guest. Yodel and Did I remember she... you. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Let's get him back on because right. he said this is a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. So let's get Frank Ivan. I haven't offended him or anything in the interim. No, I but I plan so. to. <laughs> that absolute SH1T. He was good, Frank. And also, we've got a him. very serious yes. start to the program. It's very rare we have anybody for like the whole first hour of the program. We're doing it this morning. A guy who's, uh, you may have seen him on that great show on TV, Hunted, Peter Blexley. Yep. Former very senior cop, undercover. Is he cop. the bald guy? Uh, no, he's got kind of slick back grey hair. I know the fellow. So I, know, I know the fellow. I know the fellow, yes. Um, and he's just started a campaign to try and track down the perpetrator, its alleged perpetrator, of an absolutely hideous double murder in Liverpool oh. 14 years ago. Oh. The trail's gone cold. He launched it this week. He's yeah, doing yeah. it off his own back, financing it himself, wow. okay? Prepared to go anywhere and hunt this guy down, or track the guy down. Yeah. And he's got the full details with us in the first day of the programme. Wow. So stick around for that. So That's combat sad. yodelling and a murder hunt. You have been asked to do the celebrity hunted. No, I have to. Where, where we I went them? for the. Is there I, money in it? No, I'm not not interested. I went for the meeting, right? I went for the meeting, and they wanted me to take. It was only two weeks, and they wanted me to take two weeks off work. And I said, "What's the fee?" I said, "No, you don't. It's for, it's for cancer. Stand up for cancer." Well, that's so fair enough. You can afford the two weeks off. But, well, but I said, but I didn't say it. But I was thinking, well, but. Are you getting paid as a producer? Is it? I, I, two weeks, I thought, was a little bit. I'll go and do a night. It sounds like another Bridges Burn there. <laughs> I'll, I'll go and do a night. Oh. Also, I'm confused by Hunted. I'm confused by how it works. There's a, I'll ask Peter. Yeah, ask, about that as well. yeah. ask him. Ask him. He's listening now. He's around the corner. Peter, how does it work? Because you're not... They told me you're not allowed to use CCTV... And there he is! Look, there he is! Blimey! I love you. I love your show. We'll we'll, we'll have a chat because they, they explain to me. And I was thinking, well, how do they do it then? How do they? How anyway? Great. That's I think the real brilliant. reason is he's a made guy. Right. The whole police thing is a front. He's a member of the mafia. He's got contacts TV on mafia. the street. You know, he knows he's got Duncan Norvell's home address. Yeah. He's one of those guys. It is ridiculously addictive, yeah. that show. Yeah. And I love it because all the, the ex-coppers and the detectives, they all take it so seriously. It's like any oh, yeah. proper role-play. He got away. But they get into it. The, the, yeah. the celebrity contestant, oh. the people, the members of the public, they get, they get yeah. into it because you're living it, aren't you? Yeah, I prefer the tension. civilian one. I yeah, prefer yeah. it when yeah. it's when it's punches. Also, they're a bit kind of saucier and it yeah. means more to them yeah, yeah. Is, they're more committed to it I yeah I, I, I think you're right oh, I, I, will be, I will be listening to that with your permission on the way home please don't oh, thank you very much indeed uh, Peter's leaving us after 2pm if you're not home by 2am <laughs> if you're not home by then please Jules and Sandy purge <laughs> okay. yourself purge yourself right, Jules stop because I've got to hit the news exactly because it's IRN tonight um, thank you very much Catherine Oh, now I've left myself uh, five seconds short. Right, OK, you should have carried on talking. Podcast, podcasts are plenty. Thank you very much indeed. He knows my filler words. We'll be back tonight at 10. Paul Ross is coming after the news. Talk radio. Listen, phone, talk. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.